Folks, welcome to another episode of Dabbling and Dribbling. But before we get in, what are we talking about today? We're talking about a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. We got some H&M action for H&M. what happened all mm-hmm. over social media. Yeah. And some, all golden, the... some Golden Globes. Some mm-hmm. Oprah. Oprah. All the Oprah. All the Oprah love. A ton of good stuff there. Um, Bama. So, and about football specifically. We get into a little mix about the the merits and maybe the demerits of football in <laughs> maybe the United States. a lot States of demerits of for football. For young people and, and fans and all that. Yeah. And like, should it even be a sport? Should we even be doing this, y'all? Should we? We get into it. I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of a thing. And then obviously when we get into all the things about basketball, standings, the normal stuff that we normally talk about, mm-hmm. uh, we talk about, we go to Europe a little bit. A couple of times, actually. For uh, a couple of times. Lamelo, Leangelo, and and some uh... Sixers and Celtics played in London. Yeah, so we talk a little bit about that. And we had some interesting interviews on the part of Kyrie and his teammate Jalen Brown. Yeah, and we kind of um, go in on Kyrie though, because this uh-huh. damn flat Earth business is pissing me off. But, but you're but, into it. But there are some things there that maybe we should talk about, and. Um, you know, maybe maybe listen to what the flatterersociety.org is saying. So we, we examine gotta, that a little bit. Y'all got to pray for me in this relationship with, with Alex. As we might not be friends. One this. word, y'all. Just think pizza. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> and, you know, as always, we talk about LeBron and his hairline and KD doing some good things. But, I mean, does it really matter? Because you're in the best team in the league anyway. <laughs> <laughs> just I'm just saying. Anyway, be sure to check us out. We talk about some dope people. Be to follow up. Be sure to follow us on Dabbling Dribbling everywhere. And until next time, let's keep it moving. What up, folks? Welcome to another episode of Dabbling and Dribbling with Alex and Bry. Hey. It is our thirtieth episode. The Curry episode. The Curry episode. Ooh, that was good. Yeah. Curry but- episode. The most, that's his number. The most famous person I could think of who wears 30. Yeah. Yeah, in case you weren't in the know. Yes. Some people and don't I, I was really trying to find someone with 29. Yeah, it's hard. And it was hard to find anybody I, that is popular. I found a couple bench players. Yes, same here. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess we're not going to do that. It's a tough <laughs> number. It's a tough number. You know. But you never know. The 30s are racked, though. Yeah, They're I'm excited. stacked with players in the good. 30s. It's going to be good. Some good stuff. Um, so 30th episode, how do you feel? I feel great. 30? In, uh... Kind of like our ages, sort of. I mean, you're a little bit older. Yeah, I was going to say, there's one more episode for me. <laughs> it's like out. my, it's my golden birthday episode. <laughs> 30, 30 fun for me. Uh, I feel great. How are you doing? I'm awesome. It's been a busy couple of weeks of the new year, but, mm-hmm. uh, I'm really excited for the little bit longer of a weekend we're about to have. Yeah, no. Um, Shout out MLK weekend. Thanks, thanks MLK for all you do. Everything was even currently. You did all the things just for this holiday. Yeah, that's really what it was about, right? We deserve. You know what? You deserve. You as in like MLK deserves, and all the people of color because reparation. Yeah, I just want to note that all people get off for MLK Day. It should be only the people of color. Maybe just the black people. I just want to (laughs) say I need reparations for the Brits. (laughs) Invading my country and, you know, enslaving my people. Just saying. Reparations. Where are you from again? India. Oh. Did you forget? In case someone wasn't, uh, <laughs> didn't know. And they but were also, listening. like. You can't the, see you. <laughs> the Brits also 
like Britain, a lot of European countries colonize a lot of people of color countries. Yeah, no, they were really good at it for a long yeah. time. And enslaved a lot of them. Yeah, I'll tell you what, though. That, so reparations. That Mumbai train system. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not bad. It's not the safest. But I was going to say, like, I would never go by myself. It gets you around. So <laughs> sure does. Colonization is not great, but in terms of you know, engineering and mobility, there's some things. Oh, God. There's some things. <laughs> I don't know. I will say this, though. Um, I think I'm discovering a new talent that I have. So, What's the talent? Um, dog magician. Jog, dog magician. Yeah. Because is it specifically my your dog? dog? Your dog yeah. seems to think that I'm a magician just by the sheer way that I can hide some of his toys. Right, because he makes a lot of noise when and you're recording. Yeah, with the squeak toys. Right. But I feel like... Blame that on my sister. My sleight of hand mm-hmm. and um, you know, just my performative nature about sure, it. Sure, of course. I have a gift. You have, and yeah. dogs love it. Mm-hmm. So if anyone out there has dogs <laughs> and you have a birthday party coming up for your canine or anything, I would really appreciate it if you can cons- would consider me for your next party, mm-hmm. uh, doggy wedding, right, whatever. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I will come dog dog mitzvah. Mm-hmm. I will come out there mm-hmm. and um, you have to fly me out. Sure, and, of course. You know, put me up for the night if it's right, out right. of this city of New York. Mm-hmm. But then, um, you know, I will gladly do some tricks and things mm-hmm. that will leave your dogs like wagging their tails mm-hmm. and amazed yeah simply amazed as a person who sees it on a weekly basis have you seen wrigley's eyes when i hide these things have you seen wrigley's eyes when you walk in the room that's part of the the it um hurts my feelings it's it's part of it (laughs) so uh it hurts my feelings bud (laughs) just hit us up in the uh the dms if you'd like to book me for your next dog magician uh show yeah so i mean doggy uh, magic show doggy magic show um, all right, let's get into some things that we want to talk about. How do you feel about that? I feel fantastic. What do we got? Uh, first of all, um, H&M tried it. They did. They tried. They tried it and failed. They did. And What they, happened? They thought that they were smart, but like cheap ass. I don't know what they dumb thought, ass but what happened? Self is stupid. Oh. Um, okay, so at first I saw this uh, catalog modeled picture of a young dark skinned black boy mm-hmm. beautiful bt dubs yeah it looks wearing great. a varying um because you know melanin is awesome melanin awesome yeah i know what it is okay just <laughs> you looked at Proceed. me <laughs> you looked you looked like i don't know what that is what what do i have what's <laughs> the, on me the skin that your skin tone? scratching hard trying to figure what is why this? am i so dark <laughs> what the hell um uh there is a picture of this young boy Young black boy wearing a gl- a green uh, sweatshirt, um, and the sweatshirt reads "Coolest monkey in the jungle." Right, and he's just looking pretty stoic, very like model esque. Like you know, he's not smiling. How old do you think this boy is in this photo? Like seven, eight. I, I'd say probably six or seven. Yeah, and he uh, he looks real cool. Yeah, just like real, I mean that's all it is. And I the first person I heard this from was from Questlove like on his Instagram of like I'm sure someone's going to post something about this but what the f, you know? Like what the f this dark-skinned black boy wearing a, a green sweatshirt, a green hoodie essentially. Well, it comes in three different colors. Sure, but You this, can go on the website and Well, they pulled it. Yeah, they did after yeah. this. Um so there's so there's that, right? And so um, if you look on our Instagram, you'll see uh, a Sean King post 
uh, of this coolest monkey in the jungle sweatshirt that this black boy was wearing uh, next to a white boy wearing um, a, a, an orange sweatshirt with a, a tiger in front of it that says survival expert. Um, official survivor expert. Survival expert. So just like the juxtaposition of a black boy wearing a thing that mm. says he's the coolest monkey. He's a mm. monkey, but at least he's cool. Yeah. And then this white person... Should have swapped that out. Yeah. It's not great. And so... Um, Everybody and their mother was like, "What the, like what? What are you? What are you doing?" This boy, Spe- yeah. Specifically, a lot of people of color have been like, you know, prominent people of color: Sean King, Jesse Williams, Questlove, LeBron James, LeBron James. Lots of artists have come and been like, "What the hell is this?" Right. Yeah. Um, and so people have taken this green sweatshirt, uh, which is super cool, which I'd love for you to talk about of artists coming up and like making him look like a king, like king, uh, yeah. you know, which is like. Yeah. You know, young king, um, young black king, I think is what someone posted uh, pretty recently, yeah. uh, which I'm like all for. What I think is funny is that um, Jesse Williams posted, um, Woke Bay, the love of my life, um, posted, Woke Bay, <laughs> Woke Bay uh, posted a pretty long, um, long mm-hmm. statement. It was of, a picture of the H&M board exact board yeah yeah, yeah. who's uh the, if you look at them there's some women that's cool um some men and uh they are very uh white they're based in the north of europe right very white yes i believe H&M. so um and, and let's be real like everyone's i mean he he made a really good point about you know buying responsibly and buy black and all these different things which is why he's such a big proponent of Blubberty, which is his black uh, celebrity game that he's doing, mm-hmm. Brogy, and all these other things that he's doing, which is cool. Right. Um, sponsor our podcast. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, I and what, and he said all of these things, and like I was waiting for him to say something because he had just done a commercial, just not even a couple of months ago with H and M. And Nicki Minaj was in and it too, Nicki right? Minaj. It was him and Nicki Minaj as the parents, yeah. which already Wait, did Nicki pull her sponsorship. I don't, he, Licky has not said anything that I know of. Okay. She might have. I just didn't, I didn't notice it. Nikki doesn't say a lot when it comes to things. g pulled. g pulled his work with, his line with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so did The Weeknd. The so weekend, The Weeknd yeah. was like, regardless if it was like an oversight and all these different things, I just can't be okay with this being like, like there was a, there's multiple people in the room there were stylists, there were photographers, there were makeup artists, there were well, that yeah. took this damn picture. Yeah. And thought well, this was would, a good idea. Well, that's what I want to get at is that is everyone def- white? Probably. Yes, probably. <laughs> oh wait, their board of directors are all yeah, white. So well, no, probably. It's not even that. Like the board of directors could be absolved of all responsibility for all I care. Sure. Like they have nothing to do with the choices of like what gets put out there. Right. But I think the people the who are making director. creative decisions. Yeah. Probably the art director had the final say in this before it goes to the website. So what were you looking at? And the photographer is just shooting. They're right. a, they're a gun for hire. They're right. a mercenary. You know. Yeah. They're they're literally the assassins right. when it comes to yeah. They just they're not shoot. doing anything. Yeah. And then um, the clothing line. Uh, who the person who was ever deciding what clothes were being depicted that day. Right. And then the director who ultimately went 
to see that it got to the website and all the channels of dissemination. Right. Mm-hmm. Those are the people really at fault here. So I don't know if anyone kept their job or lost their job, but it was a, it was definitely not something where I think people were saying, "Hey, you know what would be funny? Let's make fun of this like black no, boy." No, I don't. I don't think they like there were. I don't intentionally. I don't think there. Were, I would hope that mm-hmm. there was like there was no intention behind like intentional. Let's make this black boy look like a monkey without thinking about the historic, I'm like. Gonna, connotation and language around that right i'm gonna put something out here a big generalization sure. based on what i've noticed in the arts and mm-hmm. any of my des- people who are designers out there mm-hmm. or creative graphic designers yeah can feel free to take issue with this but i've just noticed that usually people who work in the commercial arts of graphic design art directors mm-hmm. things like this are less woke about social justice just in general. That might Yikes. be changing, but sure. in my past, I've just noticed people are more concerned with form, line, mm. shape, creativity, um, the science behind our eyes recognizing colors and sure. what that does for <clears throat> us biochemically and mm-hmm. all of these things, but less to do with what are the implications of featuring certain symbols right. in certain contexts. And certain, and you would think it has a lot to do with it. I'm sure there are classes around like iconoclasm and Mm -hmm. um, idols and things like this. Yeah, Yeah. all of this. I would think it comes part and parcel with doing good design. Right. But I've just noticed, like, if you put a group of white people in a room to make decisions around designing something for branding, Mm -hmm. and there are black people involved, I could see how someone might not think, "Hey, a monkey shirt on a black boy, it's a cute." It's a cute sweatshirt. Right. Nothing wrong with this. It's playful. But actually, it has a lot of implications. Right. And like, because would this... And my sister challenged me is like, would you be mad if a white boy wore that shirt, that sweatshirt? Nah. And I'm like, nah, not not even a little bit. They should have just switched. Right. It's just really the instant... Like, so you were saying like, you know, people in marketing and, you know, this world may not think about... They may, they may or may not be woke, but like they just may not think about like the like that daily, right? Like it's not the right. forefront of their mind right. of like what are the social implications. Yeah, you're. I'm just making money. I have a yeah. deadline. I need these. I need to put these things in order. It's a creative it workspace, and friends of mine who have worked in those industries, mm-hmm. they don't talk around the same kind of things that we're interested in. We, sure. we just, you and I just came out of a day long workshop mm-hmm. related to. Social justice and diversity and educating people on that. Yeah, and how, and how to, to have those that. conversations. Yeah. A whole day yeah. uh, from morning until the end of the day. Because we're educators. Because <laughs> we're educators. Yeah. Um, versus one, uh, a friend of mine who works in graphic design may have asked me, hey, what is a safe space? Yeah. You know, just like yeah, a yeah. real base level question yeah. that you and I, it's like common terminology. Right. It's in a glossary just like any basic word we right. want. Um, and the thing is, we're also living in a world that is shaping and being different, where now people need to start thinking about these things. Yeah. In not just, in the same way of like the Me Too movement, right? Like mm. th- things are happening now that you're like, huh, I can't just whip my dick out whenever I want. Like, I had a whole hour long conversation <laughs> this afternoon with someone about this, mm-hmm. another male, mm-hmm. and we had differing perspectives on several things of the me too movement okay but it was but yeah it's did you die a little on the inside no i i said some things that that actually challenged 
him quite a bit. If anything, I was the one who was more in not giving a pass to men, but I was trying to delve into the mindset of guys who were being swept up and accused of these actions. Mm. So I had some thoughts about where their headspace was at the time of this and what that could be attributed to long-term or on the individual level. But either way, what I'm saying is the hoodie was a choice made by some people who are concerned with deadlines, Mm -hmm. marketing, globalism, brand, and you got a supply and you have a season and that's a limited window of time. And we all know H&M clothing are cheap, cheaply made. They're not like... I haven't looked into it, but okay. No, they are. Like they're... It's they're, cheap price, so it has to be cheaply price, made. So it's like very cheaply made. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm all about like, let's like, let's, uh, you know, boycott H&M, let's, you know, like all these different things. But when it comes to the thought wear in the summer, like it's real nice. I see you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I see you flaunting your summer wear. Go <laughs> yeah, ahead. I mean, you know. Do your thing. When you need to flaunt a little booty, little, <laughs> little boobage. You know, appropriately so without being like too much of a thought, but like thought-ish. Too much of a thought. But a little thought-ish, you It's know? cold outside, but I don't care. I'm still dressed <laughs> like a thought. Out here like Cardi B, living your best life. I'm just saying. Go ahead. I try, you know? I gotta, I gotta do me. This um, they got some good, they have some, those scarves they have. Some of the like infinity scarves. Very Killing cute. Killing it. Killing it. Not bad. Not bad. But, um, but no, but I think, you know, th- there's consequences. They had an apology that sounded incredibly sincere like their apology actually was an apology it wasn't just like i'm sorry we made you feel this way it was like <laughs> no i'm sorry i did this like I'm, you know it wasn't that you know which i really appreciate i'm sorry that you're hurt yeah it's like no say that you're sorry you did this you motherfucker yeah. and then like, they it, did it seems which like is nice. if any of us have ever had people who work under us who make a mistake and you know it's a mistake mm-hmm. you kind of have to own up to it and say yeah you know what i did it this, this, this are sucks. bad. Yeah. Are bad. Exactly. So, I'm, I mean, who knows what's going to come up, come of all of this. Um, I wonder what they're, how their stocks are doing and things like that. Props to the white are. and the people of color, black people specifically, who pulled from advertising with them and working with them. Because um, that sucks. Cause that, that sucks well, for their brand. Not even black people, but... Thanks to the white people like G-Eazy. No, that's what I'm saying. The white people and the black people. Yeah, but I I mean like that's that's big too. If you're a white artist who is signed with someone who made this oversight, you showing solidarity and saying, hey, I'll pull my dollars. Yeah. Yeah, that's allyship. You're, 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 you know, and I'm sure it's millions of, I'm sure it's a lot of money that the, you know, and that they're losing. But Regardless, it's, you know, whether you want to make millions of money or sleep well at night, what's, what is it that you want to do? This is a serious question. I don't mean Mm -hmm. to be stupid here. Um, The weekend is black. I believe so, yes. By looking at him, I'm not entirely He may be multiracial. I don't know. Okay. Um, But I do believe he identified. Let's see what. uh, I don't know if that's a brother or not. I've just, (laughs) he's got some melanin. I figure. I mean. Down. He he looks blackish. And survey says... I'm looking. Oh, okay. The weekend wiki. Come on. This does not really matter. It matters to me. Okay. Let's see. Early life. He's from Canada? I did not know he that. He cannot be Canadian. Yeah, I no. I feel he's... like we have too, too many Canadian artists. Why not? He went to an Ethiopian Orthodox, Orthodox church service. 
Wait, hold on. Who's his mom and dad? His well, mother. We're Canadian critical mass. He's the only <clears throat> child of Ethiopian immigrants. Ah, that explains it. So Ethiopian immigrants to Canada. Yep. And then he immigrated here to become a pop sensation. Mm-hmm. His name is Abel Mekonen Tasfe. Oh, shoot. I probably butchered his whole middle and last name. Anyway. Call me The weekend. Call okay. me The weekend. That's cool. Um, but yeah, so boo you, H&M. You tried it. But, uh, but bravo for a good apology. A sincere good, yeah, one. Yeah, sincere apology. Um, and I hope they do better. Mm-hmm. What else? Yeah. What else, what else can we ask? What else is going on? Ooh, did you watch The Golden Globes? I did not. No, you did it. I was just like, no, you did it. No, just, I don't film me later. I'm question. not going to spend a whole night watching. It was actually kind of fun. People said it was. So, did couple, ladies were all black? Like, uh, a lot of ladies were all black. Mm-hmm. There were a few that didn't wear all black. Um, the president of the Hollywood Foreign Press. Did not wear black? She's a woman, first of all, finally. She was recently appointed, and she's Daisy. What? Right. Um, so that was exciting because when she started speaking, I'm like, sister, you brown. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, your name is also brown. What? But what color was the dress? It was a red dress, but she had the times up like pin on and a lot of, uh, um, she wear a red dress. Did they ask her? I don't know. She's still in support of the movement. She yeah. just said like, you know what? Tonight's my night and I'm wearing red. Yeah. And it was like a, I think it was probably even a Daisy uh, designer that, D- designed her dress because it was very uh, ornate in like design she as well. She put a lot of thought and care into that. Yeah, so, um, but there was a lot of uh, artists and actresses who were like, if someone doesn't wear black, you, we should not shame them for that either. Yeah, you know, no, you're so right. like, you know, just I should be- fall back. Yeah, so like, don't assume those things. And like, she wore a pin, so like, that said Time's Up, which a lot of the men wore mm-hmm. on, with their black tux and yeah. things like that. Just because they wear a white shirt doesn't mean they don't, you know, support the movement. I so. definitely said if you better wear all black. <laughs> Some of them like, did. She looks, if Some nothing else, did. guys, she looks super fly in all black. Oh, I know, Cut right? the white tux. One oh. time. Just one time. I will say, the men looked real hot. Dangerous. It was dangerous. The Rock was sitting in the front row, I saw. He was? Yeah, yeah he was uh, Yeah, because his daughter was a, um, like, one of, she, she was the, like, the, the girl who was, Escorting them to the back and giving them the what? Giving them. He was like the. She was the ambassador. She's sixteen years old. This girl's gorgeous. She's tall, gorgeous, beautiful. Dang. Um. Good on her. Yeah. So he got a up close seat because his daughter. Yeah. He like even introduced her and stuff like that. It was really cute. Wow. Well, okay. It was super cute. Um. So the so a couple of things about the Golden Globes that I super appreciated. Yeah. So I like watching the red carpet like, like any. Why was girl. the carpet red? Shouldn't have been black. You know what? I don't know these things. Okay, you're right. They should. It should have been black. Boycott the whole thing. All of it. You missed opportunity <laughs> at this point. Um, so the uh, so the red carpet was pretty interesting because oftentimes if you watch E or ABC, like who are you wearing? What are you wearing? Yeah. You know, like is a lot of the things that are asked to the women. Mm-hmm. Um, and the women who were part of all of this was really good about just kind of like answering the question and moving moving it along and saying like this really a, this is not about just what we're wearing. So really the focus was about the Times Up movement and like the Me Too movement and all these different things, which is great. I specifically loved uh, Deborah Messing, Will, Grace from Will and Grace. Mm-hmm. 
Um, she was interviewed by someone from E, maybe Juliana Rancic, I don't remember. Um, and she straight up called out E News and said, I find it really sad that um, E News doesn't pay their female co-hosts the same amount as their male co hosts That was a real thing. <laughs> and that's, I was like, ooh, uh, that was live. That was live. That's actually, um, that really happens. Yeah. So, uh, so did um, she then like grab the mic and turn the mic back to? No, she, <laughs> no, she was just kind of like, I just find that really, uh, you know, really disappointing that that's, and it was just a great moment on TV of just like Juliana Rancic or whoever the person was just being like, so what are you wearing? I I don't know if that's what they said, but like, you know, just like coming out of that is kind of funny. So I'm imagining some guy somewhere in the United States looking around after having watched that on his TV at home and just being like, what has gotten into these women lately? I know. They are. It's like as though penises try to get into them and uh, they didn't want that they are pretty snappy these days <laughs> they're pretty so yeah the 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 atmosphere wasn't about like what everybody was wearing i mean that was there everyone looked beautiful and whatnot but it, there was no compet it didn't feel competitive as oftentimes it does for women who go to these what do you mean like who wore it best um like who wore the best dress who was the worst dress like those are all conversations that happen. Is a real thing? Well, oh my no. god! Throughout. I, in the post, in the post. No, but even well, during, during, but not amongst the people. Okay, so what you're saying is, from the media side, there's a lot of that, but it's also that is perpetuated even internally for the actresses, right? The actresses like, care about that. Some of them. I mean, I can only imagine. I would if I was really if I was if I know that I'm in the public eye and that anything <sighs> I wear specifically to the red carpet is going to be criticized. Or critiqued in any way. I hope it's critiqued well, right? Do you remember who... Was it... Um, ah, gosh. Who was the artist who wore the goose? Laura Finn Boyle. The no. swan. No, this is years ago. She wore like a, a white swan. I, yeah, Laura Finn uh, Boyle, right? I... Ooh. No, I think it was... Um, it doesn't matter. But yes. she, Laura oh, no, Flynn Boyle. No, it wasn't her. It was, um, oh, the girl who's in the Me Too movement, uh, Ro- Rose McGowan, is that her name? That's not what I'm thinking of. Um, she wore a white thing. So when she wears this like outlandish white goose dress, mm, yeah, it, are we saying she might have been thinking at the time, I hope I win best dress? At she the time, have. I thought the or, idea was, or, or I don't give a flip, and I'm going to wear this, like, puppet. Bjork. It, Bjork. That was the artist, Bjork. Bjork did it. Bjork wore the, the goose dress. Yes. And uh, had she worn it this time, it would have been Black Swan edition. Oh. Would have been tight. Yeah. Could have played that off. Yeah, it would have been cool. But I'm thinking, you wear that on that... I always thought it was funny, and so I laughed at it, but there's this element of competition in there, because you don't win anything. No, but it's like an internal, like, who, like... You gonna get an Amazon gift card for this? No, but it's like props. Like it's like a when you think of like the best dressed person, you think of like you know Julia Roberts never looks bad in the red carpet. Jennifer Aniston never looks bad in the car on the carpet. Halle Berry never looks bad in the carpet. I haven't noticed them on the carpet. Okay, but in years, like, right? Because no one, idea. you don't watch it. Two, <laughs> I don't care. But also, like. I think it's really sexist that this is only a women's competition. Yeah, absolutely. Because we wear our tuxes really well. Right. And and, and, but sometimes, and sometimes men... Okay, first of all, I'm just relax. BSing. 
first of all, relax. (laughs) But sometimes men also change it up by wearing different color suits and maybe different pocket squares and stuff. And they get interested, you know. Pocket squares? Mm -hmm. That's what we are reduced to? Pocket squares? Yes. We are so oppressed. You You are so sad. Was Idris there? Um, Do you know? I don't. I don't think he was. Okay, because he has no stake in this as a British actor. There's British actors that were there. Okay, and he's not in the TV show or. But he. This is for TV and film. Yeah. I wonder if he was there. I feel like you would know if Idris was there. Yeah, because I would be drooling. Because every time. camera would have been on him, and he would have been wearing like a paisley tuxedo, or black crushed velvet. Oh, he's so hot. He probably was there for. Um, for um, like the after parties because there's a lot of actresses Mm -hmm. and actors who didn't go to the show but went to various after parties um so you were saying like the red carpet was one of the things yeah one of the things that it just it was just very like like uh collegial maybe that's the word just unified there's there was a sense of community that was supportive which was cool Mm -hmm. men were doing the men had the the pins and it was great um so that was fun and uh and i would say throughout the the show Seth Meyers did a really good job of being a host. I thought I thought he did a great job of com- commenting on how some men aren't he- aren't there and like it like I was like his first joke like you know just oh. a, just a, you know the elephant in the room he's not here like yeah Harvey yeah. Weinstein's not here yeah um so he did a good job and um, I think every for for the first couple of times I was just like oh all white people are winning and all white there's a lot of white people talking about the women's movement. I'm like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, let's talk, let's have some trans folks talk or like people of color talk or, and, and that happens to be that many of the people that were winning were white people that yeah. were winning. So there was that. Uh, there was a mo- moment where Natalie Portman, a very smart young woman, um, Harvard degree, I believe. Is, she's smart. She's, she's smart. super smart. She and uh, Ron Howard mm-hmm. was presenting best director. Um, and so when she when they were about to announce who the the five directors were, oh. she goes, oh. she goes, and here are the five all male directors, <laughs> and 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 just Ron Howard is so uncomfortable. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's just like I don't know what to do with my hands. It was really awesome. <laughs> he's like um, Fonzie, where are you? Help me. Hey. <laughs> hey. Um, and which was cool. Uh, I mean, as much as that's un- unfortunate. The director that won was the first Mexican uh, director to win a Golden Globe for what Best was, Director. I don't want to. I I was about to guess what film it was, but I don't want to be racist. What was the film? No, you tell. What do you think the film was? I, no. Why? Because I think it's Coco. It isn't. Damn it! All right, so. I, I'm racist today. <laughs> you, you're not that racist. Just because he's Mexican doesn't mean that he made an animated film about Dia de, de los Muertos. No, which uh, actually won for best animated film. I knew it did well. Right. So I um, They, uh, it was, uh, gosh, I always forget his name. Let me make sure I get, we didn't feature him. Uh, Guillermo del Toro. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the one, he uh, wanted for uh, the water movie. What's that water movie called? Oh, yeah. Meh. Um, Wait, the one where there's the sea monster? Yeah, Shape of Water. Shape of Water, where she, I won't give it away, but like, it gets she's, intimate. Yeah, where she's like into the sea monster. Because you know, told she's to mute. See that. That she's mute. He won Best Director for that? Yeah. Okay, I was told by some guy at a bar 
that I should go see that. And I only mm-hmm. met him for like 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking. Was it a date? You and this guy? I think it became one. Oh, okay. I mm-hmm. think that's where he was mm-hmm. going, but I wasn't so certain. Mm-hmm. But he, he was saying, you have to go see The Shape of Water. And yeah. he told me the whole story to the point where I felt like. Why I had do I seen need to the see movie. It? Yeah. <laughs> so, but now that he's one best director, maybe I'll go. So check he's this the. Out. It was a great uh, night because uh, he was the first uh, Mexican to win um, a best director. Uh, that night was also when Aziz Ansari won um, best acting by uh, by a, an actor in a comedy, um, and he. So this he's is for a master of none. Pat Master of None, mm-hmm. first Asian American to do that. Mm-hmm. Asian American, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Sterling K. Brown from This Is Us won uh, Best Actor in a Drama, which for This Is Us. Are we saying actor for women now? Is that official? Is that officially? No, it's still actress. Okay. Yeah, when in this dichotomy, unfortunately. Be um, but he's the first African American to win Best Actor for a Drama. Okay. So, so brown people started coming in. Right. Yeah. And... Well, it took 75 years, but we got there. Yeah, but I mean, at this award show, it started off looking real white. Yeah, and then, and it, then eventually, right. you know, did its thing. And uh, Oprah won um, an award and is, was the first African-American woman to win this award. It's a big deal. Uh, which was super cool. And her speech was awesome and people loved it. And you finally got to see the speech. Any thoughts on that? I had watched the speech in several locales but the sound was off <laughs> so i got to see her passion right and i got to her see animated the animated re- and the, re- self. the reaction of people was so overwhelming yeah i thought she must be declaring that everyone gets a car you right, get a right. car and all your family members and everyone in america gets I mean, a car i i thought i'm like she's gonna solve racism like in that, like I was just like, oh my, it's gonna happen. I yeah. She's gonna do it. I and then and then I and started then seeing the happen. headlines of everyone <laughs> saying, Oprah's running for president, and I was like, okay, so maybe she said, 2020, I'm taking this mother. <laughs> but then yeah, after I watched the speech just now <laughs> and listened to her in actual audio, I was like, oh okay, she was in solidarity with her women sisters, mm-hmm. and she was welcoming men to the table who were willing to listen mm-hmm. and give. And the changes in the horizon. And that changes in the horizon. And that's what people are like, she's gonna run. And I'm just like, I don't think she should run. No, I don't think she should. I mean, as much as like we all know President Barack Obama won because Oprah said he's gonna be the next president. We all knew that. I was there when that happened in Chicago. Okay. So we I mean everyone used everyone was like, Oh, Oprah picked our president. Like that was like a thing that people said in two thousand seven and two thousand eight. Who'd she pick in the last one? She didn't. Oh, she didn't she did. give a nod? I mean, I think she, like, I think everyone knew she was voting for the woman in the part, in the, in the, in, of the pair. Um, but, uh. She didn't I, actually vocalize it. I don't, I don't think she did. So you're saying Oprah's to blame for where we are now in this picture? No, I think racism is to blame for where we are. <laughs> racism and sexism. You always say that. <laughs> I know. Me and my me let's, and my vagina blame, always thinking. Let's blame it's Oprah for once <laughs> where it belongs. Okay, can she just get for a one goddamn minute some of the blame? I know <laughs> everyone God, is so on her jock all the time. I'm here to say it, Oprah. <laughs> she's get, not that great. Get, get her life together. <laughs> she's not that great. Did you see Stedman? Stedman looked great. Stedman. Good tux. It was. It, <laughs> pe- people were funny because there's Stedman like 
sitting and just like so proud of his partner, right? <laughs> and he's just sitting there kind of with his mouth open, <laughs> just like, oh, I'm so proud of her. I love and, it, and people are like, when you realize you're going to be the first dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, he was I, like, I no longer have to live in the back house <laughs> the of the property. <laughs> right. I can, I can now have a bedroom. <laughs> in the quote unquote dump. It's a dump. It's a dump. You see this place? It's horrible. Yeah. Fire but, and fury. But I think, you know, a couple of people are like, she needs to run, all these. And I'm just like, no, she. No. We need her to do what Oprah does. Okay. You know, she looks great. Weight Watchers is working for her. And she's. Yes, girl. Like, she looks awesome. Fantastic. She, like, she has a healthier relationship with food, and that's wonderful. Her spiritual and I, centeredness is awesome. And the way she kind of talks about, you know, spiritual purel, uh, pur, purel. Pur, 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 Hand pl- washing. Plurality. Oh, plurality. plurality. I was like, yeah. it's not Purell. <laughs> Spiritual purity. You have to keep clean in the Lord's house. Yes, of course. Of course. Um, I mean, she, there's a lot of cool and good things that she's doing. We need someone to run who knows what the F they're doing. Right. Politically speaking, on a much grander scale than just being a popular person. I think she uh, would be fine because she. I think she would be a kind of president that has good people around her. I'll tell you this: although she is a celebrity, mm-hmm. and I don't, I agree with you. She should not be president. If what you offer me is a stiff white male, and Oprah and, versus Oprah, I'll like take Oprah. A, I will take Oprah. Yeah. Who, I mean, this this male would have to be extremely kind, compassionate, dynamic. assertive, mm-hmm. dynamic, confident. Mm-hmm. Because once you've had steak. AKA 44, mm-hmm. it's hard to go to Hamburger Helper. Nay, dog food, 45. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so when that you, was very good. So Alex. when you bring me someone <laughs> the next time up, yeah. if he's not the, if he's not up to if snuff, he if he ain't prime, if he ain't prime, seared, medium rare. Yes, I, medium rare. I want to, I need Oprah. I need, then yeah. I will take someone because, like you said, She's smart enough, articulate enough, strong enough. I mean, just look at her enough. business. Like, she has clearly well. strong people around her. Well, okay, hold on. She's not bankrupt, okay? Uh, yeah, so let's, I was say, that's what I said. I look at my business. It's so sick. I got Oprah steaks. I got Oprah wine. I got my vineyard. Just like. She reads books, you know? Can we she say it again? She, she reads, reads books. She reads books. She has a whole book club. And, you know, she doesn't, she has a good relationship with food where she doesn't drink 12 Diet Cokes a day. Or eats a cheeseburger before he she, he goes to bed. Or she, she doesn't goes. tweet slander, like, like she doesn't watch daytime Fox God, News like stop. it's the like the central briefing from the Pentagon, like fucking Fox and Friends over here. Did you talk to your generals about this? Oh yeah, yeah, Fox and Friends. They said we're like, what the hell? You're gonna start That's a war? That's what we said. You dumb shit. I wanna so she would be my better choice right if, but i think there's others though right well kanye said he's gonna run in 2020 also so like that's also an option so that is like that is another pendulum that we don't want to like that's even further what do you mean like we have crazy already and we need we don't need more crazy power like he's written songs about power and sure. like he loves his mother or you know and he's donda donda mm-hmm Oh, that's right. I forgot this mm-hmm. name, the company. Mm-hmm. Um, um, he's had a successful life. The Rock, similarly, 2020, people are calling for his ticket. He you know be- what? I looked at it like this. When I saw Oprah 
calling the church to sermon. Sure. And everyone, all rise, right. came up clapping, mm-hmm. full standing ovation. Yeah. The Rock was front row looking at her clapping, and I saw, okay, there's POTUS. Uh-huh. And, and there's V Potus. You know, they it, were saying, like, Seth Meyers was saying Tom Hanks and Oprah. Okay, I hear this. Here's the thing. I don't want this to be true, but I will tell you what chills I get. Okay. When watching the scene about um, Time's Up, uh-huh. they cut away to these men clapping. Right. Yeah. They cut away to The Rock, and I'm thinking, good looking wrestler dude, mm-hmm. went to the University of Miami football. Mm hmm. The U. The right? U. The U, yeah, right? No, yeah. you're right. I was right. The, the U. U. The Hurricanes. <laughs> the Hurricanes. If you know anything about the U Hurricanes, it's not a culture that is what you would consider choir boys. Yeah. They're not exactly the most um, uh, chivalrous of men. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a hound dog kind mm-hmm. of place. Kind uh, of excuse my language. Hyper-masculine. A little bit. Um, yeah. And so... He went through that culture in the 80s and 90s, mm-hmm. and then you see him go through the wrestling phase, rock star, or uh, mm-hmm. all actor phase, mm-hmm. and now he's here at this level of the game, and I'm thinking, over the past years of your life, buddy, y- he might get called soon. I just don't know if that's a safe pick. Then you look at Tom Hanks as the nicest guy in entertainment, yeah, and I'm literally. thinking, if nicest. you go down next... You've had a long career. If you go down next, and he's been married mm-hmm. for a long time, a long time to a very lovely uh, mm-hmm. actress herself. Mm-hmm. I would be, um, I would have to burn my Forrest Gump VHS when I go I home love next. I would have. Forrest Gump. I doesn't Apollo everyone? Apollo thirteen. It's Apollo thirteen. Well, I wasn't into space movies back then, but still, everyone loved it's it. A good, it was a good. Good movie. Um, there are so many Tom Hanks memories that people have of the past. Oh, it, you've it got would be mail? devastating. Sleepless in Seattle? Devastating. I'd be sleepless for the rest of my life if Tom Hanks were not the guy that yeah. we think he is. Yeah. So if their numbers get called because they're Hollywood actors and they've had these careers that get you a little You numbers as in like people call out that they've done something bad. Yeah, I have a hard time saying like that. Like their, their, their pee-pee was exposed when they shouldn't have been exposed. If I find out that Tom Hanks was jerking it, in front of somebody that didn't want to see it right i will lose my gourd if the rock um was sexually harassing someone i will not be surprised be, but i will be really sad but i will say that like seeing him and talking like hearing what people have said about him it mm-hmm. would be hard for me to believe that he would have done that recently Maybe recently. Well, no, that's what like, I'm saying. Th- like, like that's college. scary. But yeah. then here's what the, there are these shades of gray that we were talking about, yeah. right? Like, what was his mind state in college at the U? Yeah. Where everyone is the anti AC green. Right. Where everyone's sticking yeah. their their junk inside of Everything. whatever it'll fit in. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. There was a one guy who went to the hospital, not from the U. It's just a story. <laughs> There's this one guy who went to the hospital one time mm-hmm. because he's got his dick stuck in a shampoo bottle. Oh, God. Yeah. Lord God. Ow. He got it stuck in the bottle. And I don't know how you do that. I tried to think about it. And I was like, Did you try it yourself? Because that would be weird. Yeah. So I think he tried to use it like some kind of a fleshlight uh, masturbation tool. But he took this thing. But that's the thing. Like, guys will do the horniest, dumbest stuff when they're in their 20s. I mean, girls do, too. Yeah. But as we discussed, like, we're 16 times statistically more hornier biochemically. Than Not women. an excuse. Get your life together. These are the researchers. This is what they tell us on paper. <laughs> so if The Rock um, was like any college football player at the U, 
then he probably had has some skeletons in his closet. But it's also like, what are the caliber? Or caliber is the wrong word. What is the nature or um, personality of the people that you're engaging in these things with? Mm. Because we didn't say this, but like you told me in the um, the H and M ad, mm-hmm. the boy's mother, yeah, the black boy's mother, when she heard all this uproar and protest, she was like, "Everybody, cool it." Yeah, she's like, "Y'all, it's, it's just a, a we just got our check." Yeah. My boy's fine. He's not mentally scarred. Right. Nothing happened. It's all good. But that's just because this mother isn't on that tip about black people and a history of being. Yeah. She um, said specifically, get over it. Ooh. Yeah. I'm the mom and this is one of the hundreds of outfits my son has modeled. Stop crying wolf all the time. Unnecessary issue here. Get over it. Not great. So, so it's like a negation of what other black people would be going through because she, her son and maybe herself mm-hmm. have never experienced that kind of discrimination. Sure. And it's not a collective mindset, right? It's the United States. Right. If, if she's stateside, we have an individualistic kind of um, mantra yeah. about what it is to be She American. might be not stateside because she said mum as an M-U-M. So like she's it may British. Be, she may be British. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Um, either but that's way, their if, if someone goes into college at a big D1 football school mm-hmm. and you're the rock and you just sacked five guys in the last game and you go to a sorority house and you get to sleep with a girl, mm-hmm. you might be looking back at that now during the current movement and say, damn, did I sexually assault that girl? Because mm-hmm. she had already had five or six drinks. Or she may be the type of girl where she's like, no, it was fun. I got to have sex with The Rock. Right. I don't remember most of it, but I got to have a lot of sex with The Rock. He tells me it was good. Like, it depends I on the person, too. I very much have sex with The Rock. Consciously. I would hope so. Okay. Yes. <laughs> you look really conflicted. No, I know. I'm just like, I don't know, man. Because I may pass out. Because you know my thing. When someone's too attractive, like too much, that like I just... I just give up. I'm just like, <laughs> I don't even I just know. Give up. I don't know what else to do. I don't know that, but thank you for sharing. Yeah, you'll see if like someone like superfluously handsome mm-hmm. walks in. I just was like, I don't even. My I, my body just is like gives up. Like it's just like I can't. What do I do? What do you do with that much handsomeness? Like what? You, you, what you succumb to it? I guess is what you're saying. It's sure. Just like, I will consciously succumb to it, but I'm just like, I just wouldn't even talk. I would just like pass out. <laughs> and some guys like that. So it's oh, whatever. Oh, dark. <laughs> some guys, some, I don't know. I'm not that guy. Say Glad something. You're... Communicate. Let's talk about that. Like, is this good? Do you like this? Some guys, some guys will be like, shh, just don't talk. Yeah. Just let me do this. Yeah. And then they let their body talk for them. I prefer to use words. Words are good. I words. tell jokes. <laughs> oh, God. Start at the beginning, punchlines at the end. <laughs> Just, oh my god, stupid. you're such an idiot! I've never done it, but now I'm thinking about it. You, um, all right, you let me. You let us know how that how that goes when that happens. It's gonna have to be a very particular person. <laughs> it we'll would see. have to be. It would have to. Be. The, but the what you were saying about whether or not The Rock is that kind of guy based on what people have said about him. Yeah. Um, we haven't known his whole life history, and similarly. I think about the pinnacle ultimate of our time right now, mm-hmm. uh, Barack Obama. 
if we were to find out before Michelle, he did whatever. Yeah. A lot of people swear by his character now, but if he were like hitting it at some other school Isn't before he, yeah, before he met Michelle, he's living his wild twenties. Mm-hmm. Um, As we all have. Would we blame him? Would we? To what degree would we say? I would probably say he was fully conscious of what he was doing because he's really smart. Yeah. And he's a very conscious person. Mm-hmm. So you should have known this was bad. But if it's a person who, it's kind of weird. If you're if you're ignorant mm. or a little bit of a little dumb. wackadoodle, mm-hmm. um, we'll give you a pass because you're incompetent. So you think we're giving 45 a pass? I mean, he's had 19 accusations. Yeah, you're right. He's still... That's also like... I mean, it's the intersection of like giving him a giving him a pass and white supremacy and racism that is still making him stay where he's at, you know? Mm-hmm. It isn't just... Because if, if a black man did what he did, he would not be in office. If Barack Obama did... Oh, no. A quarter. No. Well, it's like what someone said... <laughs> Uh, to me in that conversation I had earlier today, I said, well, no, but Bill Clinton, when he was tried mm-hmm. um, for impeachment, he was a Democrat, you know? Yeah, but also what he did was consensual. It was. Um, she so, wanted to give him a blowjob. Right, but at the same time, she was young and she was coerced into this and, you know, you're besmirching the character of the office. She also stated that she wanted to, like... Yeah, I know. And she did a TED Talk. She was like, I fell in love with my boss and that's what I did. But, you know, they were like... And sure, there's power and privilege Mm -hmm. and, and like, dynamics that get, like, are in play. What she's saying is, or what what my uh, friend today I was talking to said, you're, um, he's a Democrat and so Republicans tried him at the stake. Like, tried to burn him at the stake. Right. Um, Al Franken... Has a picture, well, that one picture um, that we all got a hold of, but then other accusations. Sure. The Republicans railroaded him out Mm -hmm. versus uh, if it had been 45, Mm -hmm. he's got 19 accusations. And actual audio tape. And audio tape. And he's still in office. And it's this idea of, oh, is there a push to remove liberals for something that conservatives also have done? Mm -hmm. But like, where is 19 accusations versus three from Bill Clinton? Mm-hmm. And was it five for Al Franken or something like yeah, that? Yeah, something like that. So it's like 19, three, five. I mean, what's the... So at a certain point, you go past a certain number, and then it's just like, if it's 10 or less, we're going to try you. Mm-hmm. If it's more than 10, that's eh, whatever. Yeah. Like, what is that? I don't understand. Yeah. So I have to say they're giving him a pass for something. I mean, they're giving me a pass for a lot of things because the man's an idiot. So, we you know, just, he's just an idiot. You know what I was also thinking of the Golden Globes? What? In that room of celebrities, everyone looks all nice mm-hmm. and it's like glittery and it's very elegant. It's also the one where you get food and you drink a ton. Right. So, there's a lot of food and, and beverage and you look around and it's pretty tight quarters. Yeah. They're yeah. closer than they actually look. Yeah. Um, people are just like on top of each other. Yeah. I wonder how many farts get passed in that room. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I'm so glad I know you well because I'm like, he's going to talk about farts. <laughs> <laughs> My brain literally went, 
My friend right now is about to talk about. You farts. think anybody cut the cheese in there? Oh yes. I gotta do like you're looking around. You're like, oh, Meryl Ma- <laughs> Streep looks so great, but little do you know, she's, she's like wafting trail. over. <laughs> just like, just like crop she's crop dusting, dusting everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. Uh, um, but yeah, so I mean, there's obviously other politicians that w- may potentially run. It's super early in the game. But I could see a Kamala Harris, a Cory Booker, um, oh God, who's a senator in Connecticut? It's a white guy who's doing all the gun-related stuff. I'm the wrong guy. Um, I forget his name. There's there's talk of uh, Bill de Blasio, the mayor of New York, potentially running. Yo, word? Yeah. He got a black wife. He sure does. He got some mixed kids. Yes, who clearly smoke a lot of weed. Why? What makes you say that? Um, I think they've talked about it. <laughs> but while smoking weed, it, it, <laughs> it like... happens. Um, and you know, well, I mean, there's so many other great politicians out there that could potentially run, which would be cool. There is a Kennedy that is uh, running for governor, I believe, in Illinois, and so there's potentially mm. he may run. I've okay. heard. I believe he's a Kennedy. <clears throat> so take it around. I know, so, but yeah. Last but not least, I wanted to talk about some Bama football. Bama? Yep, Bama football. Oh, my Bama. Um, so, did you watch the Alabama football? Um, football? I watched <coughs> the overtime play that mattered. True freshman to a true freshman for the win. My God. Pandemonium. Looked like people were losing their minds. I watched the whole game. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to talk about a few things. Be really quick. One, you know how I like scuffles? Yeah. It's like really hot to me. You have a propensity for watching scuffles. I like I like when dudes get a little riled up. Yeah. You know, get a little testosterone. A little hot. A little yeah, I just like testosterone. It's just a little a thing. scuffle cocktail. Yeah. I'm into it. I decided that I don't like it in football. Because? Because it's aggressive and scary. <laughs> Sorry. like what? there was a bama football player <laughs> that i thought was about to rip another player's like head off like uh, it wasn't just like i'm i'm talking shit it's like i'm talking shit and i'm about to kill you it was like in his <laughs> it was like very scary i was like oh i don't like that scuffle oh, so there is that <laughs> so i thought you were gonna say because you see less of their bodies because they're covered with I mean, pads and helmets. I mean, there's that too. There's that too. I okay. mean, I see their booty. That's kind of cute when they have a butt. They wear spandex. Yeah, just like to... I'm going to stop. <laughs> I'm making hand gestures <laughs> that, yeah, I that I don't mean to. That I don't mean to. a little handsy there. <laughs> Sorry, bud. We're Did so, I make you uncomfortable? We're, we're, no, but we are an oppressed people, so I, you know, <laughs> be mindful. Get out. Your time's going to be up at some point. Let so. history come back around. <laughs> It's going to be you. You're going to be the one that, like, I, I like, I'm running for office or something, and you're like, I knew her when. I knew <laughs> When she inappropriately grabbed my butt. Yeah, she <laughs> violated me. And also, that does happen, so I don't want, like, I know we're joking about it now. But you know like, what? You're right. It I does should, happen. I should fall back. <laughs> we one both of, should. One out of every 20. Yeah. Uh, men are assaulted by women. Yeah, so it can happen. It can totally happen. My apologies. So there's that. Um, second, I really miss football because I haven't watched any football since. What do you miss about it? I just miss the excitement of it, and I realize it's you just miss caring about it. Yeah, because like 
I I mean, my team sucks. Yeah, my, your bears. My, my bears suck. And your Rams, I mean, oh, sorry. The Rams are good now. <laughs> no, but it's not your well, Rams. Well, yeah. It's not your the St. Louis yeah, Rams anymore. Right. The LA Rams are. <laughs> I did that they're specifically doing well. to put a little knife and on I your felt side. It. Thank just you. Jiggle it around. But I'm happy they're doing well. <laughs> yeah, they are doing well. Yeah. Um, I just miss the game because it is a fun game and you like never know. Because the whole time I'm like, Georgia's going to win, Georgia's going to win, Georgia's going to win. Physicality, defense, they got it, they got it, they got it. And, and I only know this because I was reading up on it and then also watching some plays and then watch the game. Mm-hmm. And then when Bama missed the field goal to win the game in the fourth quarter, mm. I was like, oh my God, I love this sport. Okay. And then I realized it's just college ball, college ball is like this, like mm-hmm. regular American football is annoying and not as exciting oh yeah 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 um and the game was awesome religion yeah Yeah. like alabama football is is just another kind of level of football and the guy i mean you get what you pay for he's the highest paid coach nick saban yeah so he out of the nine past championships they've been to all of the playoffs and they won five out of the nine that is a dynasty I remember when he was with LSU, mm-hmm. and they won a title, and then he went to Florida to play uh, the coach the Miami Dolphins, mm-hmm. pros. He did not like it. Nope. Then went back to Alabama. He's a true Southerner. He's yeah. only stayed in the South. Yeah. And uh, they asked him- I mean, him, he is worshipped. Oh, they're going to name the stadium after him. They asked- what, People were um, speculating, what do you think he's playing for now? Because mm-hmm. he's already got the most championships- no, he's tied with the most tied, tied with, for the most all time with the same Alab- like the Alabama coach. Yeah, there's a history. Th- there. Was a bear something? Bear Nick, Bryant. Bear Bryant. Yeah, that's his name. So he's uh, tied for most all time. What's he playing for? And they said legacy. Like he wants to be the greatest of all time. And, and I he's noticed going that, to be. Uh, Lane Kiffin, mm-hmm. uh, former <laughs> Lane Kiffin, former coach for USC mm-hmm. and the Raiders, and the University of Tennessee, Knoxville, <laughs> yeah. where he used to frequent the sorority parties, actually. And, um, oh, awkward. He was married with his wife. I don't know what their arrangement was, but sure. he would hang out with the gals. Um, he, he's probably like 40, 50 years old. No, he's a younger guy. How old is he? I think he's in his 40s now. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's a nice-looking chap. He uh, was under Nick Saban for a while as an assistant coach, mm-hmm. and they were asking him on a recent show... Mm-hmm. Um, Dan Levitard show. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Uh, <laughs> what's your notions of Nick Saban just as a mm-hmm. coach or whatever? And they got onto talking about his yelling because mm-hmm. he just yells at everyone, mm-hmm. players, yeah. assistant coaches, and he Lane, said the f word a lot. Yeah, Lane, Lane was like, <laughs> he just yells at everyone, and it's not even he's equal opportunity. Like you could all get it. And they asked him to. They had one really harsh tongue lashing they caught on video of him doing on the sidelines mm-hmm. with an assistant coach but they don't know what he was saying they mm-hmm. asked lane and lane was just like probably he didn't get enough he, maybe the assistant coach was getting more airtime than him like the cameras were showing too much <laughs> of him and not nick so he's probably really pissed off about that and like are you serious he's like you know i don't even know <laughs> he's, like, he's like i maybe i don't want to be yelled at maybe i'm not i'm not even sure um but uh he's like he's a crotchety guy and so when i thought about that then i watched some of the highlights from the mm-hmm. season yeah. of nick saban and all the games that they've played 
all the practices, all of that. Not when they dump Gatorade on him after all those wins. Mm -hmm. Not one time did I see him smile except for when he won the championship. He said it was the greatest day of his life. Fuck family and kids. And children. (laughs) Greatest day. This is the best feeling I've ever had in my life. I was like... What about your children? It doesn't what care. About, what about your wife? They know where they stand. <laughs> Football's a religion, motherfucker. <laughs> I only care about the father, son, and the holy ball. <laughs> that is it. He said, uh, and, you, and again, I was in the gym watching this, mm-hmm. so I only saw the reaction on the TV. I yeah. didn't hear any of the words. Uh-huh. So when he was interviewed mm-hmm. by the guy on the field confetti's coming down and yeah, all that yeah. it's like nick how do you feel so he's smiling and grinning and he just looks so charismatic and light he looks happy and he was holding up the trophy at the end mm-hmm. and what i realized is it's different than pro basketball in that normally i would see interviews with the players first right. then i would see when they held up the trophy it's probably the team captain yeah and the other players around and the coach is kind of like yeah, to the side. Yeah. This guy worships himself <laughs> like no one I've ever seen. And I think it's great. Like yeah. he loves himself. Yeah. And he knows he is going to be the greatest football coach of all time. They'll be saying, uh, he's no Saban or yeah. he's trying yeah. to be like Saban. Right. You know, he wants to so leave. He's gonna be the like Mike of football You know what? Coach. And look, there have been and to his credit, some people may say well, that's egotistical and that's stupid, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? How many football coaches in college have there ever been? How many fathers have existed in history and how many husbands have existed in history? But how many all-time winningest college football coaches have been named Saban? If he's going to be the one yeah. and he's like, I'm willing to throw everything else out the window mm-hmm. to have this, then let his life do that. We'll have enough fathers and husbands who are good at their jobs. <laughs> That he could be a shitty dad. <laughs> like, he clearly don't care about his life. Yeah, he's. But for those football players who are out there playing for him, the ones who make good on their investment, um, he's given them a whole new lease on life. Mm-hmm. They might go on to play pro football. Yeah. I don't know, but I have a question though. Okay. This football game mm-hmm. that looked like a lot of fun. And yeah. People, two titans up against each other, and yeah. people loved the outcome. It was mm-hmm. like razor thin. Yeah. I don't love football as much anymore as I used to either. Yeah. And it's partly because uh, I feel like at any point someone's going to die. Well, yeah. It's not great for the physical body. They're getting hurt a lot. Yes. Um, Someone brought up the idea recently to me that more schools are considering getting rid of football programs. I'm into that. Are you? I am. Okay. And honestly, it's because, yes, football's fun. Like, anything can happen because of the elements of, like, the air. And, like, literally, like, it's it's just such an interesting sport, sure. Um, and I get that. But I think the aggressive nature of the game, more and more, I'm like, it's not, it's not appeasing to me. Uh, is it? You're literally, like, the game itself... Is you taking this football, this ball, yeah, running it across the field to the end so you can yeah. hit your touchdown? When you say it like that, that is the that is the game, right? Like that, and so what yeah. you are doing is 
it, you know, you are either running so you can get catch the ball and, mm-hmm. you know, get to the end, or you're running the ball. Like those mm-hmm. are it's a it's a pass game or or a, a, a run game. Yeah. So that's the two aspects of the of like scoring, and everything else is attack or defend. Yeah. I and, mean, and and not saying that basketball isn't like that, like because there is obviously defense in basketball. Well, I was just trying to draw comparisons in my head. But I think these are gladiators. Yeah, the, it is an aggressive like, like when you're the O line, your job is to defend the the quarterback. quarterback. Yeah. Right, and so as the offensive line, you're gonna you are taking your big ass body. And ramming it mm-hmm. against the D line of the other team. You know another thing I think it is. You or just mentioned the O line mm-hmm. or the D line. Mm-hmm. Th- different body types. Mm-hmm. You can be a big guy and have a role in this, like yeah. massive, sure, heavyweight. You could be a small, speedy guy mm-hmm. and, you and be, be a out running, there running back. Routes. Yeah. You could be a running back who's just like tough, athletic. Yeah. You could be the quarterback who's like tall, cerebral, mm-hmm. uh, just able like to read the field. Yeah. Yeah. There's Everybody a lot of skill a... like that. Yeah. I didn't get that, but I think the the problem is that it is so. Um, it's very um, barbaric. It's, yes, that's the word. Yeah. And I think that's what's the problem. And you're hitting people, and there are long term effects. Of that people are dying, and there's research showing that people are dying, and um, that that's you know I I when I was younger I was just like oh if I had a kid I want them to play football and bat like if I had a boy mm-hmm. I want them because you know only boys can play football even though I play football yeah like, and that's also you know, problematic right. um, I played football when I was in in high school but it was powder puff it was like an all girls league you know was is that like flag football uh, yeah flag okay. But I was pretty aggressive. Sorry, not sorry. Um, <laughs> I was very uh, aggressive as a whatever they needed me to play. Um, I, I think the barbar like I think when I saw the Bama player like get really aggressive with the uh, the Georgia player. Mm-hmm. At first I was like, ooh, scuffle. And then I was like, oh no. This is actual day. It's no, like, this, this is like, oh no. <laughs> like, like, what are they like doing? You hear some women say, like, oh, I want a guy who's like a little dangerous, right. but not so much that, <laughs> that I feel I'm scared. Like I'm scared, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, I want to be a little scared, but not but like, so much like he'll hurt me. Yeah. You know? And so it's like, I, I, ooh, he's feisty. Oh, he's abusive. Yeah. <laughs> ooh, there's a line. He, he crossed it. He, ooh. He, um, but yeah, so I think there's a lot of reasons to not, like, there's a lot of other awesome sports. Like people say that about lacrosse. Lacrosse is also a really like aggressive, ag- aggressive game. But a lot of white kids play it. Yeah. A lot of white rich kids play it because it's an expensive sport. Just as football is too. Football is not like a cheap Hockey. sport. Hockey. Hockey is another one that mm-hmm. has has aggressive behavior. And I wonder how much of it is our society putting, you know, aggression behind these these sports specifically. Mm-hmm. Um. Like a lot of football is played in the South by a lot of men of color, mm-hmm. and so now we're perpetuating this notion that men of color are aggressive and angry, and so thus they're better football players because um, they're monkeys. And you know, you know I, let's. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. What's the hardest for me now is watching the black players on the field mm-hmm. because they get their bodies transform in college at a D one right. school at a rate where they gain like. 30% in muscle. Yeah. 
and they become huge. monstrously big because the diets they're fed are super high in protein right. and calories. And, and they they're go just to the work. They're in the gym. Like, gym. Half pump of the day. And, and the, yeah. I mean, they know because they're all going for like an NFL pro contract where right. you can go from making nothing in college, which I think is a whole nother problem. Right. To where your coach makes, you know, 85 millions. Mill for, you know, an eight year contract. And then whatever. you go uh, to the pros and you all of a sudden you have a $16 million contract, right? You know, that's like a lifestyle that's lucrative. So, you know, the combine at the combine, which is the test center that college uh, recruits go to, sorry, NFL recruits go from college to the pros. They get tested at the combine, a centralized testing for a few days. These guys go in there and they put a 225 pound bench press in there, which is two plates on each side of this barbell. And all right, how many times can you do it? And these guys know they have to go in there and just crunch, yeah. push. Because there's no guarantee this. that they're going to get a spot yeah. if they don't. So the guy do who it. goes in there and can pump that thirty or more times says, "Okay, I proved I'm strong." Yeah. Then they do the sprints. Then they yeah. do the jumps. Then yeah. they do the, all the different tests. And so they're training through college for that. So their bodies are built like tanks. Right. And uh, then so like I would I, want them on my team if I was on a, if I was having a fight. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? Like I yeah. But the academics of these guys. When they are on these college campuses, mm-hmm. it's completely secondary, tertiary. It's mm-hmm. like not even a consideration. It's like tertiary? Does it exist? <laughs> no, right. So these guys are in class, like thinking about football yeah. all day. And then they go out there on the field and they are like, they're going bananas. Like mm-hmm. they're loving the win. And they're and also worshipped by just, everybody. You know who is everybody? For these, I'm just going to be very general on what I've seen from black athletes who enter into a college program and get all the praise the number of white women Mm -hmm. who come out of mind you the russell wilson effect the russell wilson effect right (laughs) um until you find sierra until you find but that takes years (laughs) um they uh sierra is pretty primo i'm not gonna lie she is beautiful queen and queen of Mm r&b um they would have you in these southern usually southern midwest towns playing football and these are like where is florida um the florida gators they're in gainesville yeah gainesville it's not tampa even Mm -hmm. it's not orlando even not miami you're in tallahassee for florida state georgia's in athens like these are these are nowhere towns right so it's you as a black athlete and all these white girls and some black girls but mostly white girls out here who are like oh he's like really aggressive he plays great football and this is what I, having gone to an SEC school for three mm-hmm. years, I can tell you this. Daddy wouldn't like me dating a black guy, but I'm really attracted to mm-hmm. him. So I kind of want to have sex with him. It day. sounds a little dangerous. <laughs> so I'm going to just like flirt with him a little bit because mm-hmm. we're in the same chem lab mm-hmm. and he doesn't know anything because so he does. So <laughs> I'll be his tutor. Mm-hmm. And then a whole porno starts. <laughs> and then they do that. Meanwhile, a lot of the black girls on campus are seeing the black guy hooking up with all his white girls. Because mm-hmm. as soon as you become a black athlete at a D1 football program, mm-hmm. you are almost certainly dead to the black community on your campus. Really? You get absorbed into white football culture so fast. Oh, okay, yeah, I can see that. You become It becomes yeah, ubiquitous and normalized because yeah. you're an athlete first, black second. Because mm. you're an athlete, it's the OJ effect. Your black athleticism transcended your race. I'm not black, I'm OJ. 
So it's very rare, but I would see it. Every once in a while, you'd see a black athlete who was on the football team mm-hmm. who hangs out a lot in the black community on campus. People mm-hmm. who are active in the Black Student Union and all these other activist groups, you would see them in dual roles. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, you're here too, brother. And they're like, yeah. yeah, I care about this. But you have to be super woke, and you may not even get a you lot of You have to be self-aware. Time. And like, you're asking an 18, 19-year-old <clears throat> to be self-aware like that? That's, that's tough. Yeah, especially if you come from a place where like maybe you didn't go to the best high school. Yeah. Maybe your hometown isn't that great. Maybe you had a lot of siblings and your parents weren't very well off. Yeah. What Nick Saban and a lot of these coaches are offering you is a, Stability a, is the golden ways. ticket to a better mm-hmm. life for you and your family. Yeah. And with that, if you trust us and you go in this gym and you eat this diet, right. you do all the right things, um, you get all this. And then when we win games, all these cheerleaders and these white girls come out you know, and I tell just, you how much they love you. And it's very intoxicating. I just want to say, I just realized basketball is the blackest sport. I'm sorry. Would you like to repeat that? What? Basketball is the blackest sport. I... Meaning, because, like, for the longest time, just, like, football is a black sport, you know, yeah. and, like, the reason why, I, like, the, like, okay, when, the reason why I say that is because I forget how white, the culture of whiteness is so embedded in football. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it's, like, think of, it's a very southern thing sure. in a lot of ways, you know, almost all the quarterbacks are white, except for, like, two, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, just I'm just like the face of the team is always typically a white, good-looking quarterback. Usually, the O line and the quarterback are usually white. They're the ones who move the least. Yes. And then the wide receivers and the running backs are black because Mm -hmm. they're fast. Yeah. So we let them do that. Yeah. It's like genetics. And and I'm I'm thinking about like when I say it's the blackest sport, it's like the most pride in being black. It's the most... Um, That's what I mean by that. Not just... Consciously like, oh. black. Yeah. It's not just yeah. like, oh, there's a bunch of black athletes. Oh, yeah. Like there, obviously, there is that in both mm-hmm. sports. But I think in this moment, I just had a moment of like, oh, I always thought like black mm-hmm. football players identified as black first before a football player. But... Nah. I don't think that... You're right. I don't really think that's the case. You, you look Outside at- of like a... Colin, Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick. I was going to say, you look at he's Colin like, Kaepernick. He's, he's an anomaly. How long did it take? For another brother to sit, kneel with him. Took him getting fired in a full season for mm-hmm. someone to say like, you know, I'm going to kneel too. Yeah. And then even then. He had, he had a couple of players kneel with him. Yeah, yeah. But they were like injured reserve sometimes. Yeah. Like not prominently featured. And then the other teams who started to kneel, it wasn't even all the brothers. Yeah. And a lot of the white guys, most of them didn't even do it either. Yeah. So there was this huge divide between people who were woke and people not. Because mm-hmm. and when I look at these huge black athletes mm-hmm. on the football fields, they have stadiums of people, mostly Bigger than white, him. mostly white, yeah, cheering white. them on. And so what has your life been mm-hmm. as a black football player ever since you came into your d1 football school mm. you had nothing but white people telling you you're great yeah and supporting you and loving you and it's all based on your performance and telling you how to succeed mm-hmm. yeah they've, they've raised there's you up no re- to a level there's no reason to not trust them exactly it's an inherent trust versus when you're a black basketball player all you need is a bucket and a, and a ball you get a coach out there and it's <laughs> not the same culture around it of mystique and um, it, for some reason, it's different because you don't have to hit the weight so much. Your muscle doesn't have to be super right. built. It's a, around a skill set. You could be a KD. Set. 
You can be KD, and you can just be the an assassin. Reaper. Yeah, and you, for some reason, when you enter into that brotherhood, it's just so much. I'll tell you what it is. To be a good football player, you need a system. You need a system of uh, coaches mm-hmm. and equipment. Yes. A bus to travel in. You need all this stuff. To be a good basketball player, you need, you need a, bucket a ball. And a, a ball and a bucket. Yeah. Literally a bucket. doesn't even, like... When you play in your neighborhood, you're playing with other, usually black kids, mm-hmm. if you're black in a black neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And so you just get really good at it and you reinforce each other's skill sets. You right. get better together. As a football player, you have to try out for the football team. Right. Usually a white I coach. I mean, you could play football in your neighborhood, but it's not Mm-mm. not the same. Yeah. Not the same uh, like level of, of skill and aggressive, aggression that you would if you had all the materials, that you, same, all the things that you needed. Yeah, same thing with baseball, same thing with lacrosse, mm-hmm. same thing with hockey. Like, those become mostly white sports because of the equipment and organization needed. Yeah. You don't need... I mean, the... And I don't know how soccer is. I can't really think around soccer. It's soccer, also... soccer is very, very diverse, and you just need a ball. Yeah, it's global. Yeah, because you don't need anything but you your foot in the ball. Yeah. So and I mean, a yeah. place to consider a goal like that's two yeah, trash cans. Two trash cans, like you know, a fence. Yeah. That's what I did when I growing up. You know. Anyway, I I look at this and I think of <clears throat> black athletes most, and I get really sad because mm. I'm watching some of them just like yell and cheer after some yeah. of the games recently. And then these like big, huge, like two hundred fifty pound black guys, and then they got all these like white college students jumping all over them, and I'm yeah. thinking like, I hope they respect you right. as much as you think they respect you. Yeah. And I hope they know that. Like you are a valued member of that society because you bring something to them. Yeah. The entertainment they otherwise would not have. And unfortunately, like that's not the case, right? Like society has shown us that it's not the case that that's how things. Like, most of the South voted for 45. So. I, well, and you know what they would say is, like, why well, I voted for 45 for family and business reasons? Sure. It doesn't mean that I don't respect Daryl, our running back, mm-hmm. any less. And Daryl would say, yeah, I, you know, I would agree Susie, Susie respects me as a person, even wow. though the guy she voted for thinks I'm not a person. Mm-hmm. She does. It's for family reasons. And they can separate those two things because there's a relationship there. Sure. And the rest of us look at that and we kind of just like, you know, hey, that's your life. Do what you want to do. Yeah. I, I couldn't do it's that. It's just, I think at the end of the day, it is a dangerous sport. If I had a child that really wanted to play football, it would be a very long discussion of, of what the, of why um, and, and doing all that we can to keep the child safe. I brought up uh, a thing from Mm -hmm. listland.com and they listed 10 reasons football should be banned in schools. Mm. So uh, this is just things that come across in some research done. The physical damage it causes is indisputable. They have Mm -hmm. an x-ray here of someone with a broken, looks like tibia bone, Mm -hmm. something. Um, Oh, it is all messed up. Mm -hmm. So um, broken bones, that's one thing. Um, Torn ACLs, like you were... And you hear about some of these guys who retire from football and they just can't walk straight again because their knees and their backs. And again, off. you can have a torn ACL in, fo- in basketball too. So this is yeah. not just a football yeah. thing. Yeah, so. yeah, sure. You can have a torn ACL if you run weird, if you run the wrong way. So, Okay. Uh, the psychological damage is pretty substantial. Mm-hmm. Junior Seau and a lot of other people have sustained 
major head trauma Mm -hmm. over their careers and he shot himself in the chest Mm -hmm. see a lot of players doing that um, to preserve their bodies for research Mm -hmm. neuro research in the brain Um, chronic traumatic encephalopathy I don't know what that is but that sounds nasty Um, concussions concussions are just rampant in football Mm -hmm. I mean you lay a hit on somebody it's just rugby players that's another really dangerous sport. Dangerous, too. but they here's the thing: they don't wear pads, right? Yeah. And they don't wear helmets. How come they have less concussions than football players? For some reason, there's a culture around hitting in Australia, New Zealand, places they play rugby. They teach you from a very young age how to hit, mm-hmm. so you don't hurt. Yeah. Yourself or others. And this is just hit to hurt. We just we just bang the hell out of each other in football. And we so have you pads wear a helmet. Stuff. Yeah. And yeah, so that's why they have to, you're taught to hit hard mm-hmm. and hit head on. Mm-hmm. And then the NFL puts in new rules to prevent people mm-hmm. from actually having head on head collisions. Mm. So, hey, that thing you were taught to do as a kid, now it's illegal. Yeah. And so every time you do it, we're going to flag you and fine you. Yeah. And so people still instinctually kind of do it and yeah. get that head on head. Yeah. Because your bodies are just Too, like yeah. flying all over the place yeah. at, at top speeds. And yeah, you get fined and yeah, you get flagged. And oftentimes that guy's laid out on the ground because he's got a spinal cord stinger and he just is kind of immobilized for a while. And he might have to go back to the locker room and get some x-rays done. If you've ever seen the movie or if you've never seen the movie Any Given Sunday Mm. with Jamie Foxx, LL Cool J, it is the darkest side, but probably the most real authentic side of the pro NFL game. And it's... One of my favorite movies. Al Pacino's the coach. Jamie Foxx is the quarterback. Have you watched Concussion or the Will Smith one? No, I haven't seen it. Because that really talks about all this, too. So, Mm. Yeah, it makes me nervous. Um, (laughs) uh, Children's brains are not fully developed. Yeah, the younger your kids play. So true. They're still working on that thing. You might want to let that bread cook a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, Children cannot make informed decisions for themselves. So, hey, do you want to play football? Uh sure yeah you know a lot of people just drink the kool-aid um it's in inextricably sorry inextricably caught up in the ideas of masculinity Mm -hmm. oh i remember the day i almost tried out for the football team in high school you tried out for the football team i said almost (laughs) my mom drove me to the high school uh freshman year in the fall Mm -hmm. i had just started high school Mm -hmm. and i go Around the side, because you got the newsletter. Right. Hey, freshman, welcome. If you like yeah. to travel for football, yeah. it's located in gymnasium number whatever. Right. So I walk around the side of the building. It's a weekend. There's nobody really around. So I'm walking and walking. I come around the side of the high school. There's this door. And in the door, there's a long staircase down into mm-hmm. what is the locker room. Yeah. And you can just hear pads like up against each other and guys grunting and like low voices and just like cleats on the ground i'm standing at the top of the stairs and i remember looking down the staircase (laughs) at this concrete staircase (laughs) and i was just at the very top i told my mom i was gonna go try out for football she's still in the parking lot Mm -hmm. and i go and i remember thinking all right this is a defining moment in your life are you going to take this step? Are you going to chicken out? And 15 seconds later, mom, out? can you roll back around? Can you just come back up front? Cause we're not What'd doing this. What'd you tell this. your mom? I was like, uh, I think I said it didn't feel right. 
It's like I'm not, I'm not Even walking down you, there. You were way too deep. For I can't your own do that. Good. And then the next fall season, I ran cross country, which is a sport where guys and girls yeah, run together, run. Mm-hmm. and that was much more of my speed. <laughs> <laughs> so much. Wait, I get to wear short shorts, and I have female teammates. Let's have a talking circle. This is this will be fun. We had sleepovers. It was the best. And I made out with some of them. No, that never happened. Oh, that come was, on, man. I was still scared of girls then. Oh. I was, I man, I was chicken. I would never, chicken I would never shit. thought that. Oh, my God. I was, I would turn you red. You sound like me. When I would call, I, yeah, I was super timid. I did not know how to flirt. I remember my voice was changing in middle school. I actually wish I could hear, like, baby you. Like, like little teenager you. I liked homegirl in my uh, science class. Yeah. And she wore these. Her body was. This is middle school. Right. Her body was developing earlier. Yes. That and sucks so, when it happens in middle school. For you, maybe. Not for us. <laughs> and then it was just. So, like, all the curves were happening. Mm-hmm. And all my feelings were happening. <laughs> and my voice was changing. It's just a very. I would never teach middle schoolers. Like, if I was ever a teacher, that's the worst age. So. Uh, she has so many feelings. In science class, I did really well. And she was working on her project, and she needed a little bit of help. And so she's like, Alex. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> she was like, can you help me with this project? Um, can I call you one night? I was like, uh, uh, sure. And it's back in the times where you had to yeah. use your... Um, your landline. Landline. Mm-hmm. And so she called... Your rotary phone. <laughs> Not Sorry. that far back. But she called... And I picked up the call and we're talking on the phone. So I know my voice is getting deeper and I'm not feeling comfortable <laughs> with that. So I dis- I, I distinctly remember doing a higher pitched voice. Stop. So I would not be intimidating or weird Except to her. Except you have no idea how sexy the low pitched yeah, voice is. <laughs> At the time, I didn't know how attractive that was. So she calls me and I'm thinking... My voice is gonna sound weird on this phone, so I better. So I went like this. She, she says, uh, "Hey, Alex, that you?" I go, "Hey, Brittany, yeah, it's me. Just here on the." So I talk like this the entire time through, and then she's like, "Okay, I'll call you back." And uh, she called me back, and on the other line, I could hear someone like breathing, snickering, like breathing, like trying not to laugh. And it was our other friend Kevin. He was like. She uh, she looped him and she's like, yo, I just called Alex. And he's talking like Michael Jackson. You got to hear this. So we call. And anyway, it's the whole thing. I was not ready to play football. That was not my speed. Um, that would have changed you. Number three, it's, it's disproportionately funded. Football is just like we yeah. said. It's like yes. coaches get paid a lot of money and players do not. There's no payoff for most of the participants. Nope. So you you leave the game and what? Less than 1% of athletes make it to the NFL. Yeah. And the rest of y'all go off into the workforce and you you live your lives there. So you And gotta... talk about your glory days. <sighs> and it's the truth. <laughs> yeah, and then the number one thing they said is it's ultimately lethal, just like we yeah, were talking about. It's straight up death. So, I mean football, yay for Bama <laughs> and for everybody who's not going to the NFL, um be safe and be healthy. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Now that we've done a lot of chatting, my goodness, we have been talking for so long. So let's talk about some ball. Do it. A different kind of ball. You know. Yeah. The basketball. Here we go. All right. It's time to talk some basketball. As always, it is week 13. It's not always week 13. 
No, it, as always, we're going to talk about standings. It's week 13. Yeah, you go. You know, words words are important, Bri. We should say them the right way. Order of operations. Oh, order of operations. What's the standings? What's uh, going on? Currently, the Eastern Conference, the t- top three teams are still the same, except Boston. Well, Boston and Toronto, I think that's how it was last week. And Cleveland is at the three seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're about six games back. Mm-hmm. And Toronto is only three and a half games back. And we're sitting here watching Cleveland and Toronto play. It looks horrid. It's it's not good on the side of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Ooh, um, what's happened? Why is, why is James down? He's down probably because he's thinking about the defense. And <laughs> it's got him a little blue. Ooh. Also, they've got a nice shot on his dome. <laughs> We'll talk about the dome a little bit later. Yeah, that's <laughs> interesting. And then the uh, Western Conference, you know, the same three suspects: Golden State Warriors, Houston Rockets, San Antonio, respectively. All right. And then Minnesota and Portland hanging on strong. OKC at All right, number Minnesota. six. No, I mean this this first this Western Conference has been a lock, like just steady mm-hmm. for the last three to four weeks. I mean yeah. these these teams are not moving. From position, mm-hmm. so that's been pretty cool. Yeah, good to good to know. Um, so I figured, I just figured we should touch on this because it's pretty epic in some ways. Was it uh, the Ball Boys, uh, Leangelo and Lamelo? Yeah, uh, they had their first um, first European game mm-hmm. this past week, and Lamelo. Started off to pay professionally as the youngest professional player in basketball history. At the age of 16, he's paying, playing professionally. That's the youngest of all time? I believe so. That's I what, that's have what a it's... a hard time believing that, but okay. Why? Well, I just thought so many of those guys a... were playing like Eastern European ball when they were like 15. I, like I... for clubs. But I mean, this <laughs> is quote unquote professional, so I mean... Yeah, I think it's yeah. also American potentially. Oh, I then, heard he was the youngest American. Maybe he's the youngest. Oh, if it's American, for sure. Yeah, that yeah. we know for Kobe sure. Kobe was 17. Yeah, I think 17 or um, something like that. No, then this would by far be the, the youngest. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, just wanted to put that out there because I figured, why not? Because... Did you see how they did? No. I don't want to give any more... They won the game 90 to 80. Okay. And both the players i saw some clips mm-hmm. they had some moments yeah but uh when you look at the level of competition yeah it's actually interesting because the guys on their team look like average joes and they look like the stars no nobody's built like <laughs> this doesn't look like an nba game right this These, looks like a d-league game looks like a d-league game like yeah. it's one of those games where they're wearing some like branded up corporate jerseys where you don't know what team it is yeah you don't know what team it is it's just like supported by viacom or whatever and um some of the guys wear like t-shirts underneath their Mm. jerseys so not that that's the demarcation of like skill level but normally you would just see the jersey singlet right you wouldn't see a t-shirt you may see an under like a compression shirt or something yeah maybe but but not yeah but But they're just straight up wearing a t-shirt this is some hanes sponsored t-shirts nice the guys um but i saw lamello do some nice layups and passes um nothing that blows your mind as far as speed and agility they just put the ball in the hoop and it was nothing yeah grand it just they scored yeah so we'll see they have multiple games they asked the father um 
So are they going to play one or two games and then they're going to dip out? Like, no, we're going to play the whole season. We're here to win a championship. Okay. Commitment. He also talked about how the Lakers don't like the coach. Yeah, LeVar did say that. And then um, Kyle Kuzman was like, yeah, we stand behind our coach. We're good. Yeah, we actually don't like uh, Lonzo's dad. So. <laughs> actually, Lonzo's dad? Who? What? When we heard Can he we... was taking the other sons to Lithuania, we said, Thank God. Good. <laughs> Please leave. <laughs> he's, like, can you imagine? He's in a different time zone right now. Yeah. From LA to Lithuania. Yeah. I mean, it's like com- pretty much the opposite side of the world. Yeah, just about. And uh, he. So at least the BS meter is delayed. Right, but we still have to hear it. You still have to hear it. It just takes longer to get there. So when he said that, I was just like, uh, uh, do you know who the coach of the Lakers are? <laughs> like, he's he's good. Well, it's kind of like... He's uh, not a bad coach. He's not like some no random coach, you know? He's He's got the trust of the players because he's a young, smart guy. Yeah. And they're all really young and... They trust him. They Yeah, they buy into the system. He's yeah. been a player before, so Exactly. They know. He knows what to do. He scored, I'm pretty sure, on average, more points than, than LeVar during his I career. I think I scored more points than LeVar did. Wow. <laughs> okay. I think he had two a game. Right. I had more than two. No, in your NBA professional career? I will. I don't know where we are right now. <laughs> okay, sure, Brian. Good. Let, can I just have this? You can have what Go ahead. Take <laughs> I'm it. I'm having it. Yeah. Let me take this. That makes you feel better. <laughs> At least in my high school career, I had more. Oh, yeah, sure. Me too. Same. <laughs> um, I feel like, uh, but the level of competition we had in our high school days is not, not on par with what the guys are facing in Lithuania right I'm now. I'm just saying. They're not the best players. I'm just players. saying my, my team played against Michael Jordan's son's school's team. Just saying. And did they give you a ribbon for that? or Can I just have this? Can you just give this to keep me? Keep your medal and your ribbon. <laughs> just keep the trophy, everything. Take that um. those glory days. Yeah, so I, I'm happy they played in Lithuania. And I yeah, hope they do go. well with yeah, the season. I, and uh, LeVar, shut up. I, I feel like that's a segment every <laughs> single time. LeVar, shut up. Just be quiet. Oh, God. Um, so I just figured something lighthearted. Mm-hmm. Uh, we spoke about this person's dome not too long ago. Um, one LeBar, LeBar, wow, LeBron. Ever-present. <laughs> Ever-present James. Um, so people have been going in on his hairline quite a bit, which is not very nice. You know, yeah. let him live his life. You can't help male pattern balding. Right. You know, I think you should just, like, embrace it, personally, because... What do you mean by that? Like, you know, do the do the Kobe or the Michael Jordan. All the greats have done it. They've shave. all... They shave it down. Karl Malone did it after Car- a while. Yep. Just, like, do it. It's not... it. You're, you're going to look good, buddy. Yeah. It's going to be fine. It's... What are you worried about? What are you trying to hide under there? I know. Just be yourself. Just be who you are. Shave it. Um, so I thought it was like, you know, as always, it's really funny. We, we, we poked fun at Bron Bron a little bit here and there. We still love him. We still think he's one of one of the best players in the league um, of the game. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, we're never, we're never being disrespectful. We're just joshing. Uh, but there was one picture specifically where he, it was the angle and the lighting and everything. And someone posted... Does anyone else see Jesus in LeBron's head? Um, and it's essential, like, if you look at it, and you saw this picture, correct? Yeah. What did you think? 
I didn't see Jesus. I thought it was just one of those things where you see clouds in the sky yeah. and you can imagine whatever you want in yeah. there because there's a clear like outline of something. There are values and differences and denser areas and lighter areas. Sure, 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 sure. So it formed an image. Right. That, that you, looked like Jesus. It did it look like Jesus to you? Yes. Okay. That's why I sent it to you because I was like You thought it legit looked like Jesus. I thought it was just someone being funny. No, I, at first I was like, "Haha, funny." I'm just like but that kind of like it looks like white Jesus, right? Like it looks like Ooh, sure. white American Anglo-Saxon, right? Not you know Arab like Middle Eastern Jew, but whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything. Um, Jesus he, was the best Christian. Was what? he a Christian? <laughs> he was actually Jewish for like 33 years of his life. Just <laughs> Most <saying>. of the time. <laughs> so like the whole time. Um, anyway. Um, and just the angle of what it looked like, I was like, oh, that looks like white Jesus, like the Anglo-Saxon, Anglo-Jesus that people Mm -hmm. like think of. Uh, so I thought that was kind of funny, but that was all I really wanted to say. I thought his head looked like a man who's balding (laughs) and he has plugs and he's probably got the best plugs because he's rich and he chooses good doctors. But it's not, it's not working. It's even, that's not working. So we just need to embrace it. And as you said, Kobe, that thing, Kobe, it just take it out. Michael, it. we all remember Kobe with the fro. And he was so cute. I thought he was so cute. When yeah, he was but not all things are meant to last. And then he shaved it down to and the waves. And he became Black Mamba. And then he became Black Mamba. And he took it down to nothing. And we all remember that guy. And he had a more illustrious career than the first one with the and, fro. And people were saying that, you know, LeBron has won a championship a little bit more bald, right? Like, the last championship he had, he was a little bit more, the, the closer shave. I don't down, remember. Is what some people are saying. Oh, yeah. Maybe he just needs a haircut. But I feel like his... Um, he's been on the road. It's mm-hmm. a road trip, so he's not getting as many cuts frequently. Man, but if I were him, I would have I would have my barber travel with me. But we all know that LeBron's cheap, so yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> I think after this season, he'll probably do it because he already lost the headband a few years ago. Yep, was it last year? It was last year. No, it was like two years ago. Was it? Mm-hmm. He played oh, it was all year, last it was, season. It was the year with where, where he won. Yeah, so it was two years ago. Yeah, so then mm-hmm. he, uh, I think it's just in baby steps. You know, it's that, and then it's I'm gonna shave this off. Yeah, he did at the end of last season. He completely went down. Yeah, and he was like when he was conditioning, he was pretty bald. Everybody was happy. The re- oh, I thought it looked finally, great. Finally, finally, he's did embracing it. it. And then he didn't. Yeah. I don't so know why. hey, Jesus. Hey, he may be the goat, Tish. Because the goat really is Michael Jordan. He's well, going to be the goat via longevity. Did you... Well, we're, we're about to talk about Kevin Durant too, aren't we? Yes, we will talk about him next. But I just wanted to put it out there that we talked about Bama not too long ago. And how the past like nine times they've been, in, they've been to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And five of those times they've won a championship. Yeah. Every time Bama has gone to the playoffs and won something mm-hmm. and gone far, LeBron has also won a championship that same year. So what I'm saying... Are you saying the Bama championships... Correlates. ...have mirrored uh, LeBron's championships? Yes. Championships slash like any of their like wins, like the big wins, that they, bold wins that they had. So... This year, LeBron, it's your championship to lose because Bama has won. 
Just saying. It was something that was put out there in the into into web fear, and I figured we should share that. I feel like the Golden State Warriors are watching the current Cavaliers game we're watching, and, and they're, they're sitting back with that knowledge you just shared, and they already know this, and they're thinking we're about to ruin all of that. Yeah. For him. Yep. 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 Because this game is horrible. They are. It's so terrible. When we first started watching, what they were like thirty points down. Thirty three. That's disgusting. There's no reason you should be 33 points down. If you have no defense. Like, that's right. That, yep. They need that to work it. on some schemes. That defense is... Uh, Which is why Isaiah is a problem. Isaiah is not the answer. You well, don't he's have not the deep. answer for defense, but I mean, Kyrie wasn't a great defender either. He wasn't bad, but he wasn't like your no. answer. Um, but he also wasn't ball hogging the way that Isaiah is. Marv Albert just said something interesting. Uh, in the first 59 minutes of Isaiah's Cavalier career, he scored 49 points. Right. This dude's a scoring machine. Yeah, he, You're getting enough from him in that capacity if he continues that kind of right. 20 to 25 points a game. Defense-wise, he's a small guy. So you can put point guards on him and it's not going to You're right. do much. But I'm, just, I'm not expecting him to be the defense answer. I'm saying they don't have a defense answer. Yeah, that's gonna be a that's point. The, that's of, the thing. That's like, gonna be a point of contention. You can put all the points up you want, but if you're not able to defend your side of the court, Rose and D Wade are not the answer. No. Who else? I mean, it's really just like Crowder, LeBron. Maybe Kate. No, no, no. Maybe no. if he puts his hands up. Kevin Love. Yeah. If he puts his hands up. I would commend him for a better defensive. Mm-hmm. Effort this year, but it's still not. No, it's still it's still not good. what we needed. To they be. don't they they needed someone like a Paul George desperately. Yeah. But you know, Just you got what you happen. got. Yep. You better use that firepower. All I can say is you got to be hitting every night, and mm-hmm. so if you're not going to play defense and give people 120 points a game, mm-hmm. you got to be scoring 135. Yep. Which puts you in Golden State Warrior territory, yep. and they're not there yet. Hit, speaking of hitting it every night. Yeah. KD. Your man. Not my man. Yeah, well, <laughs> he's he's uh, a man. Someone's man. He's, he's a man. The young, second youngest mm-hmm. player to reach twenty thousand points mm-hmm. before thirty. Mm-hmm. The fifth player to reach twenty thousand before thirty. And who are the other five? Do you know? We have LeBron, yep. Michael Jordan, Wilt Chamberlain, and do you know? Yeah, I forgot. I literally was looking at it not too long ago. Mm, I'm gonna say. I want to say. Carl Malone. I thought it was Carl Malone too, but I might be wrong. Oh. Oh wait. So. Oh no, the fifth. Yeah, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Wilt Chamberlain, Michael Jordan. It's Kobe. How do we? Forget Kobe. We Are were we just stupid? talking about him a lot. So <laughs> What's wrong with we us? went Kobe stupid for a minute. <laughs> we um, went sorry, Mamba. We Black Mamba. We apologize. Yeah. Um. So, what are your thoughts on that? Um. I think LeBron James is still the youngest player ever to reach twenty thousand points. Yes. And I think LeBron James will surpass Kobe Bryant to become the third all-time leading scorer in NBA history when uh-huh. his career is all done. Do you think he'll hit, hit be anywhere close to Carmelo? Car- Carmelo or Kareem? Kareem, no. Carl, I mean, he stands a puncher's chance of okay. getting into the second all time. Kareem stayed around for way too long, just just <laughs> putting in buckets. Give him a statue. His head was like at the rim. 
So he was like putting the ball and sipping tea. Um, and then Kobe uh, was funny. so young, but he didn't play much in his first two years. Yeah. So that's why he didn't get off to the start to, to beat him in that way. Yeah. I don't as know. Long KD, as he stays healthy. KD is going to vie for that third position also. So he's, he's no, actually, no. I Correction. KD. Because what, 28? I don't know. His career at uh, Oklahoma City mm-hmm. was a solid 29 to 32 points a game. I mean, he was just yeah. scoring title after scoring title in OKC. And then he went to Golden State. And your boy is only putting in like 25. Again, he's not my boy. Sorry. Stop giving me ownership of something I don't want. He's on a team where he's just putting in 25. <laughs> yeah. And so I would because say. Because he doesn't need to do more than that. Because he doesn't need to and he likes to play team ball. If he's going to continue to have a career where he doesn't become the man scoring mm-hmm. on the team. He'll fall slightly short of the third seed. He might be fourth all time. Mm-hmm. Sorry. But that's pretty good. It is definitely pretty good. More than pretty good. It, it's a definitely a, a stellar accomplishment. But I'm not going to lie. Literally anything he has done is like... To, like Anything awesome he's done. A championship he's won. Anything he has done post going into Golden State. I'm just like, whatever. Yeah, I don't care. It's like not... Not that I don't... Like, it's not that I don't care. It's just that I'm like, I feel like you're, you just made a punk-ass move to move to care. Golden State, so no, I really all your care. accomplishments seem a little moot to me. It's just watching him play with a team that was already really good. Yeah, it's I, just not I exciting. Didn't, I didn't enjoy watching the Warriors before. Right, I clearly don't and now And now either. that he's there, it's, now, it's no greater interest to me now. No. So I'm happy for him that he's gotten to that point. Yeah, um, no, not diminishing at all what he's done. Maybe I am diminishing no, a little it. Bit. I am diminishing it. A little bit. Listen, no one... <laughs> I know exactly what I'm doing. No I'm one's totally impressed. diminishing it. <laughs> no one's it's impressed. It's like, awesome. You, you could have gotten to maybe 20,000 last year if it's you like stayed in. It's like when Curry was out, I mm-hmm. believe they went undefeated. Yeah. Last year when KD was out, they lost like, what, two games? Yeah. Out of like mm-hmm. 15, 17, yeah. something like that. It's like, oh, he's out. So now we're going to have to step up more. Would you give me a break? Yeah. Okay. Like, you With please? all of your three-pointers. <laughs> Steve Kerr has to be sitting back every night thinking. I don't have to do anything. I have the easiest job in the world. <laughs> His <laughs> job is almost as easy as uh, Nick Saban's job. Because he just has, you know, that franchise has 12 national championships. 12. Just saying. It's gross. Gross. Anywho. Oh, sorry. I have the numbers here. I just saw. Yeah. Oh, never mind. They went away. So, you know, nothing in life lasts forever. So it was, <laughs> what went away? It was on a video clip, oh. but it just passed. Let's see if I can put it on freeze frame. Uh, they, they were showing it, and I thought it was a still clip, uh-huh. but it was on a video. Mm-hmm. Um, LeBron James reached 20,000 at 28 years of age in 17 days. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Durant reached at 29 Mm -hmm. in 103 days. So LeBron beat him by like a a full year. Yeah. Yeah, And some. Yeah. And then Kobe was 20. But you also have to remember LeBron went straight from high school and Mm -hmm. KD came from Texas for one year. Yeah. Uh, Kobe came straight from high school and he went. 
at 29 years and 122 days. But he also he didn't play those first two years. Yeah, so. very little. Yeah. He averaged like seven to nine points a yeah. game. And then Will Chamberlain, 29 and 134 days. Michael Jordan, 29 and 326 days. Slacker. <laughs> Barely. S- Barely made it. Slacker. Yeah. So there you go. Awesome. Good job, KD. That's illustrious company. So yeah, not a bad brav to the O. Yeah, had you stayed in OKC, you might have been number one. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's two, exactly what I was saying. Like two is it's great. not. I mean, two is fine. Good yeah. job. Yeah. Again, no one passed anything to you, KD, because you know how he likes to think that he felt like LeBron passed the torch to him. So mm. even though he later on said like that's not what I meant that it, like it's so crazy that I get to be like be spoken the two spoken about in the same sentence as like my favorite player blah 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 whatever yeah, anyway fine. anyway right. so are we gonna talk about this are we gonna do this oh yeah this yeah i want to talk about this <laughs> all right this is my jam all right, all right listen. Tell, tell the tell the listeners what are we talking about this the, is nonsense the nba is the most global game professionally in america because more than a third of mm-hmm. the players in the nba are actually international mm-hmm. not not from the u.s right so i mean it, it represents like over 70 something countries i believe mm-hmm. no 40 something like 41 it it's a lot whatever it's a it lot is. of companies i mean it, companies countries and so the you this league tries to do some games overseas and mm-hmm. and internationally so they've played in Mexico each year for the past few years. They yeah. played in China with some games. And recently, the Sixers and the Celtics just played in what? We have 108 international players from record 42 countries as of 2017. Yeah, 42. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. You're close. So the uh, the Celtics and the Sixers played in London. Yeah, there was a little bit of scuffle. I was hot and not aggressive and scary. Mm-hmm. You know why you were saying that? And I was thinking, you know why it's not as scary when the NBA players do it? Because they know they're not trying to really hurt each other. It's all just ego. With it's them. ego stuff. And so they throw punches that are meant to get close without actually like yeah, hurting it's someone. Still really so hot. you act like <laughs> it's, it's like some shadow box. Like, what? What? Uh, 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 you just throw you just throw some punch you just like fling out your elbow and then you let your you do like, a little, maybe a little push it's kind of like open fist a little bit and you're like whatever and then guys are like oh, I'll knock you out but they won't really I just want to say I am a feminist I just have non-feminist views when it comes to boys fighting like, this is barbaric now fight <laughs> yeah they're okay but the um, it got a little chippy yeah but it did get a little chippy they um, had some pre-game interviews with some of the players, mm-hmm. you know, the British press, they're like, hey, you know, let's ask you this, let's ask you that. So they asked Kyrie Irving, mm-hmm. my favorite player. Yeah. So we have to ask you this because you just flew around the world yeah, from yeah. from the United States to went London. To, yeah, you went to a You just an took ocean. a plane yep. over the ocean. And we have to ask you, do you really believe the earth is flat? Right, because when you're on a plane... You can see the curvature of the Earth, especially when you do a transatlantic kind of uh, trip, according to science. Science, schmines. <laughs> um, your boy said. No, this time he's your boy. Yeah, Normally he's my boy, my boy, but this time is your boy. Yeah, you did. He said. 
<laughs> I felt like that question was going to come. Like someone was going to ask me of that. Of course. Because, you know, you guys just won't let this thing go. Also, um, you put it in your commercial where you spin a flat earth. Continue. We thought that was pretty subtle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and for me, it's not about whether the world is flat or whether the world is round. It's really just everyone just believing what they want to believe and feeling comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. I'm not a scientist. <laughs> I hate oh, that was an understatement. I am not a scientist. I'm not here to tell everyone that this is it for me. It's just giving everyone a chance to do their research and find their own knowledge instead of having knowledge just shoved to them. Okay, so he still didn't deny it. He's just saying. No, you can see in his facial expression. He believes the earth is flat. I this I'm actually conceding. I'm actually conceding Good for God. once. And if you read the transcript, it doesn't deny or confirm anything. But when you watch the video, he's not denying it. He believes. I need it. to pray for him. This is like this is not okay. This is not okay. Yeah. Hey, listen. He's not here to listen to your freaking first grade and second grade and third grade and fourth grade and fifth grade and sixth grade teachers okay he's here thinking for himself as a grown ass man so he's bobing this yeah he's he's bob he's bob so for those of you who don't know uh bob and uh a, a, a singer singer rapper musician person I- iconic artist of sure. the 21st century in all centuries yeah sure Iconic. Yeah, I like some of his songs. Yeah, his some of his songs are great. Um, he's kind of gone the deep end. Also, very strongly believing that the Earth is flat and that you know slave ships never were a thing because he's never seen a sh- slave ship in his life. Man, that's rough, dude. <laughs> this this <laughs> that, life. That's just it's just hard. Um, I just need that to not be real. I just need him to. He is such a smart boy. No, man. Yeah. Right now, I want to call him a boy because what the hell, man. <laughs> Come on. He's he's very intelligent. So intelligent, so cerebral, so smart. Why? Why do you have to have this really stupid flaw that doesn't need to be a flaw? You know, like when you're tightening a screw mm-hmm. in a fixture? Yeah. And if you're not careful and the fixture is kind of weak, if you, you tighten too tight, you can over tighten it and yeah. then it just starts to like... Just go around and around. around loose. Yeah. I feel like he's so smart. And reads so much that he tightened a little too much. Oh, God. And then it just like... He just got a little loopy in this specific area. It's like, what? I can speak about quantum physics and all these other things. Right. And then, oh, Earth is flat. Like, oh, you went too tight. <laughs> right, we're going to need a new brain in this guy. Um, oh God. This prompted me to look up some... Uh, flat Earth theories? Flat, flat Earth theories. All right, what are some of them? Um, well, I just wanted to understand... What? They're just too kind. You don't need to understand stupidity. You can't reason with stupid. This is dumb, Alex. I'm gonna give it a shot. Okay. There <laughs> is uh, the theory of all right. So what? How is this gonna be constructed flat? If I think when I was hearing this, I was imagining he's neglecting an entire half of the world, right? Like slice the earth in half and sp- spread it out like pancakes. Do you just think China's not real? Mm-hmm. Imagine the Earth from the North Pole vantage point. Looking yeah. down, bird's eye view, North Pole is the center. Yeah. Split open the bottom 
Antarctica uh-huh. on the southern pole. Uh-huh. Just peel those back like an orange uh-huh. and let it all uh, come up like a flower, right? Okay. So like you peel everything up and now you can see the entire earth. Mm-hmm. Now all the ocean space that is not filled up when you peel that back because it's a dome. So you, mm-hmm. like it's round. So you got to peel it back. You'd have some space. Fill all that in with water. Right. So it's a circular disc where you still have all of the planets, but the center... Planets? You mean... Uh, sorry. Countries? The countries, uh-huh. continents. And then the center of the North Pole is the center of this flat Earth. And then it all spreads out expansively until mm-hmm. the very far edges, mm-hmm. very far, which is Antarctica. Antarctica actually spreads around the entire... Think of it like a pizza. The crust is Antarctica. Yeah, I just, I understood exactly what you're saying. Yes. So the countries all sprout dumb. out, the, the continents sprout out from the center North Pole, and then it's just water everywhere until you reach the crust of Antarctica. Okay, that's the flat earth. So you get all the countries. I wish everybody could see my face right now. You look in dismay. The planes theory mm-hmm. that when you're on a plane... You can see the curvature of the you earth. You don't see the curvature of the earth. Why? They don't see the curvature of the earth when what you fly. What do they see? They see a flat Earth. So when the when you see the horizon on the plane, that is clearly curvatured. Uh huh. No, the hell no, am I seeing? they don't see that. They think it's flat, and they think. That so their eyes are lying to them. No, they don't see. They think your eyes are lying to you. They think your brain is telling your eyes what you really don't see. So then how do time zones work? Because that's like, if, we don't t- if the we earth don't... is flat, then we should all when I get be in... seeing the light the same way everywhere. I didn't see anything about time zones, but I think what they would say is time zones are a construction by It's society. a construction of, of, from light. They... It's a, it, okay. Yes, from, okay. from society, for sure, because like daylight savings and things like that is, is, is constructed by man, but it's because of light. I, I didn't read anything on that, but what I did read right. is that because I, I just poked a hole in your dumb theory. This is not my theory. <laughs> Whatever you're trying you, to, why are you making me feel dumb? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just stretching our brains a little bit. Oh, they, okay, the, continue. They believe the moon and the sun are the same size, which from where we're standing, yeah, I can see that. I need you to get out of my house. This is like <laughs> you saying that all lives matter to me. This is what that feels like right now. Gravity does not exist. What the fuck? It's, um... Are you actually kidding me? They believe that? Yeah. No, I'm serious. So, I'm on I'm on the flatearthsociety.org. Uh, so, what was your first question? Are you serious? Yes. So they have a list of questions. So, the first one is, are you serious? The answer is yes. The second question is... That are gravity you... is not real. Or that the Correct. earth is flat. Correct. The, both. All right. Uh, is the earth, it's going to be okay. You look, you look down. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> is the just, earth, um, just this is not to connected to any kind of religion. Sure. Um, what is some of Neither the, is the earth being round, you dumb shit. I'm not, about, I'm not saying that you're dumb, Alex. I'm just like, yeah, no, I feel earthers. you. I feel you. I hope you Kyrie, take offense to Kyrie, this. Kyrie, I'm trying to do my best to help no, you. No, Kyrie, if you listen to this, this is the one thing I think you're stupid about. What about pictures from space? Yes. They're not into it. They don't think there is enough photographic evidence. Are you actually fucking kidding me? No. They think NASA, it's all a hoax, and they discount... So do they believe that that we landed on the moon? Oh, yeah. They're not into that. 
they think that was kept up as a charade because it was the Cold War and they were just two countries with egos going at each other. Like, so what about all the other times we've like gone to the moon? Um, I think a lot of them would point to like moon prints and the moon boots and inconsistencies and traction patterns and it not How would being they talk real. about oh, they think constellations? That, they think stars. that people were bribed. They think that the astronauts and stuff were bribed to keep up the hoax. <clears throat> So that it would continue. I mean, that's what there. a lot of like people who don't believe that the moon landing happened. Um, they were say. bribed or coerced into their testimonies. Some believe they have been fooled or even mistaken. What about constellations? Like the way where I see the Big Dipper here is going to be different from where I see the Big Dipper, um, like in California. I think that has to do with. I didn't get into that. I don't see that because that's science. No, oh, yeah, you're right. Um, why would people lie about the shape of the earth to maintain legitimacy, to hide the truth of the Bible? Wait, I thought, uh, they don't, this is not religious related. That seems like a conflict, but it's not. If you just don't think about it very hard, um, (laughs) to gain power and money. You've never sounded more stupid in my life. What does the map of the earth look like? I can't tell you how ugly you sound. How can... (laughs) How can one circumnavigate the Earth? Circumnavigation of the Earth is simply traveling a circular path around the North Pole. The crust. So why didn't why didn't Columbus hit India? Hmm? Columbus? Mm-hmm. Christopher Columbus? Mm-hmm. The rapist? Well, he was on the pie. He was in the center of the pie. All he had to do was go from one side of the Earth to the other side of the Earth. But like America just was in the way yeah no it was if you look at the here i'll show you a picture of it so here's the earth right here all he had to do was go from here to here but he got lost and went here no oh no he was trying to go here he was trying to he go that's have, india he should have turned right and he hung on left because if the okay whatever it's fine whatever yeah it makes sense it makes sense um what about the seasons yes the radius of the sun or oh i tried to understand this and i just couldn't (laughs) so So i I can't (laughs) what about day maybe that's where i missed them um (laughs) day and night sunrise and sunset the sun simply illuminates only a portion of the earth at a time that also explains uh the time zones as we can then see the path of the sun a circle above the flat earth yeah so it's the it's timing of the, the sun. Of the her- oh, this is such. I can't. Uh, <laughs> da, 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 we don't like that. What is gravity? Gravity is a, gravity as a theory is false. Objects simply fall. In the ha, flat, ha. in the flat, in the flat <laughs> Earth community. Hold on there. In the flat Earth community, <laughs> there are several theories. I say there are several theories to why this happens. What? Some attempt to explain this with the use of mechanics. <laughs> Like electromagnetism, density, or pressure. Others make use of traditional mathematics, such as the infinite plane model. And others, a new look, I say a new look at the problem, such as the I want to say everyone in the South is very offended by you. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Foghorn Leghorn just like came into my mind. I'm reading a book right now, The Confederacy of Dunces by John Kennedy Toole, set in New Orleans. So it's on audio tape. So I'm just in Ignatius's voice. I'm sorry. <laughs> Highly recommend it. What um, the earth is accelerating upwards. There's that. Doesn't gravity pull things into a sphere? They talk about pressure. No. 
Um, is there an edge to the earth? It, again, the pole. What would earth... What is the... Don't... Man, you got to read this. So this is on the Flat no. Earth Society.org. Nope. And you can get all nope. your information there about the flat earth that science and politics have been telling you is not nope. real. Nope. Since nope. Galileo, nope. Columbus, all these people nope. lying to our faces. Nope. Nope. So, you just been bamboozled, hoodwinked, ran amok, led astray. You need to... Nothing makes sense in this world. The Cavaliers woke. are losing terribly. Well, Kyrie and, is winning. And Kyrie, he, apparently... He got his trade, and he's spreading gospel truth. So, hey, your boy believes the earth I is just, flat. Again, not my boy, unless you're talking about you. The mouse in my are pocket you, I'm are talking you, to. Are you believing that that, that the earth is flat? Alex. I'm not believing anything. I'm withholding something that I can just sleep on for tonight. And tomorrow morning, we'll see when I look out my window how straight that horizon looks or maybe how curved it looks. Do this with fresh eyes. I'm tired right now. It's dark. The moon is on this side of the earth and the sun is on the other side of the earth. The shape of the earth, I'll see in the morning. My God. What has happened? <laughs> I like to think about my Earth as a pizza. It, it's more comfortable for me. Okay, it's like very comfortable to think about. I just want to say we might not be friends anymore after this. The thirtieth episode could be the final episode of this show. Does Alex believe the Earth is flat? Find out if we have an episode thirty-one. Because if episode thirty-one happens, I will have hope. <laughs> but my God, okay. oh, too funny. Anyway. Now that we're done with that, should we move on and talk about some dope people? Yeah, dope people. Let's do Good that. Good deal. All right, let's talk about some dope people. I think it's my turn first, so go. I'm going to go in on this. My dope person this week is none other than Miss Serena Williams. Miss Serena. Yep. What do you have? All right, so uh, for those of you who are living under a rock, um which could very well be you that I'm talking to. Probably. <laughs> um, so Serena recently had uh, a baby, Alexis Olympia Ohanian, and she is currently um, kind of talking about her experience of being a mom, of birth and all these. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. I just got excited. Okay. Not about that. About something, something else. else. Yeah. I'm with way, you to, now. way to be present in this conversation. <clears throat> Let me just take a breath. <laughs> I'm here. Um, so she did this amazing interview with Vogue for their February issue. Uh, Vogue is also doing an awesome job because their January cover was Lupita Nyango. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Their February cover is Serena with Baby O'Hanion. Okay. It's great. Um, so she's talking about her pregnancy and she's talking about kind of everything that's happening. And she announced recently that she uh, is not, she was supposed to go to the Australian Open, which is happening pretty soon, mm-hmm. um, and withdrew from it. And she's talking about why. And so one of the things she talked about was when she uh, was pregnant, when she had the baby, um, she had a C-section. So that's already very invasive way of getting Mm -hmm. a baby out Mm -hmm. so it's a major surgery um she later went on to talk about um how 
she you know she was in, she had oxygen all these different things um she she suffers from blood clots mm. and she had blood clots in her lungs and so they had to go back in and like fix that and then apparently she had like a hematoma or something another blood clot situation in her stomach so she had to go in again why so, is she telling us all this because this is it, a lot <laughs> Like it's a the lot of woman, pressure. It's a lot of things happen in a woman's body. I didn't after. know we were that close. <laughs> yeah, we were really close. So she kind of talked about all of these things medically that were happening to her post having having baby Olympia. Mm. And so she was saying that like the recovery time has taken quite a bit for her to like get to a place where and she basically says she's not competitive ready yet. Mm. And she and in the interview, she goes in and talks about how she has broken down so many times that motherhood is really hard that, you know, there's moments where she gets upset that she's crying and then angry that she's crying and then upset that she's angry that she's crying. And it's just a lot of like emotions. And she's talking about, she's essentially talking about postpartum without really like postpartum depression and naming it and without really naming it, but like still naming it at the same time. Right. Um, just doing like a lot. And when I look at Serena, I look at this really strong, brave, just powerhouse. Mm-hmm. I could never, like, she's not going to have problems having, she's going to have a kid and she's going to be like, I'm going to rock the she's world. suck it up. Drink yeah. some Gatorade and, and she'll you be know, fine. wear her Nikes and it'll be awesome. Yeah. Um, but she also talks about how, like, there are moments where, you know, it's really attractive to move to San Francisco where her husband is based off of and be, just be a mom instead of... Where is she now? She's in Florida. They're on the other side of the country from each I mean, other? I mean, they live together, but, like, all of, a lot of his business stuff is in you know San Francisco, um, hmm. Reddit, hmm. tech company, things hmm. like that. Um, he's trust me, he's there a lot. I see her, I see him on the gram with the baby and her a lot. Okay, super cute, super cute. Um, but but she says, but not yet because people are like nervous, like crap. She had a baby, and now she's not gonna go back and try to win slams and like be not as competitive. The competitive like person that we know her to be. Hmm. Um, and essentially, she's saying. No, don't worry. Like, yeah, that's attractive, but not yet. Like, mm-hmm. trust and believe. I definitely and absolutely want to win more Grand Slams. So, um, I just think it's cool that she, you know, as a strong woman, had this baby who's gorgeous and beautiful, and she's like obsessed with her, and she's doing these really fun commercials and dancing around, and she looks great, like post having a baby. Mm-hmm. But um, especially the trauma that I think a lot of women go through having a, a child um a lot of moms forget the pain of having a baby that's why i had the second one or a third one because mm. they actually forget that it was painful uh, because of the love and the endorphins that come with having a baby i have cousins and family members who and friends who have told me that they're like yes i know it was painful but i don't remember that pain because I'm just so in love with this little bundle well, of joy. I mean, they remember the... Like, they. I, I think my cousin said, like, she remembered it for, like, the week of, like, how terrible it was. Sure. But then, at, like, if you ask her now, she'll, she's like, no, I'm... Like, I don't remember what that pain even felt like. Because you love this child so yeah. much. Because yeah. being a mom is freaking superwoman. Okay. It's a superhero yeah. thing to do. I dig so it. So, she's dope. Um, she's still just a beast and... Um, and a, and a stellar athlete and a stellar human and a, and a stellar just human being person, all those things. Cool. 
good job, good job, Serena, and thank you for sharing and being vulnerable yeah. and talking about those things because she didn't have to do that. No, um, and I'm and I'm really grateful that she did. Yeah, it's easy to want to hide those things from the world and but... say that you're this strong, amazing like athlete, and that's just who you are. But yeah. like, she's like, no, I'm actually a mom too, and there are times that I just want to be that. Yeah, and then there are times I'm like, no, I want to be that, and you know, that's incredible. Be be an athlete it takes a lot so. of strength. Absolutely. Cool. So who's your dope person, bud? My dope person this week. You are so giddy. You were, <laughs> you were such a dummy. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> You've been so giddy about this. Who is it? Tell me. My boy. Oh, he, oh, you have another boy? Is it Kyrie? No, but he was next to Kyrie Ooh. at the same press conference. My oh boy, Jalen Brown. Oh my God, what did he do? No, he did all the right things. Okay. So... Jalen Brown. If he's also a flat earther, I'm about to punch you. So Jalen, I don't think so. <laughs> Jalen Brown is the starting shooting guard for the Boston Celtics, right? Sure is. Yeah. Funny thing, he wears number seven. His last name is Brown. The last number seven who was named Brown was D Brown, who mm-hmm. did the closing his eyes on the slam dunk competition way back in the nineties. If Ooh, you feel yeah. me, oh, if I you feel remember me, remember that. Mm-hmm. Yes, Coincidence. Yes, yes. So another Boston Celtic wearing number seven. D, uh, Jalen Brown uh, was drafted number three, third round. by Boston, first round, 2016. See, after uh, I know things. Yeah, there you go. You got I it. Ne- I didn't even look at the internet the same, for that. The same draft as Ben Simmons, number one. Right. So, yeah, he's currently they were, rookie of the year. Most likely going to be. He so, knows he's a rookie of the year. He even said it. Continue. Oh, good for him. <laughs> Confidence. I like that. Yep. In the press conference in London... He did with Kyrie and the rest of the Boston Celtics Tuesday. He was asked about the current state of the United States and the president. And he said that the president has made it a lot more acceptable for racists to speak their minds, end quote. There's no, where's the lie? And that his character, sorry, and that his, quote, character and some of his values make him unfit to lead, end quote. All right. All right, Mr. Brown. I'm into you. Okay. He, uh is a native uh well i'll go on to say this he said racism definitely exists in the south end quote because he's from marietta georgia all right that's the south i've experienced it through basketball i've had people call me the Mm n-word i've had people come to the basketball games dressed in monkey suits with a jersey on Mm. um i've had people paint their face black at my games i've had people throw bananas in the stands end quote Quote, racism definitely exists across America today. Of course, it changed a lot, and my opportunities are far greater than they would have been 50 years ago. So some people think racism has dissipated or no longer exists, but it's hidden. More strategic places. Uh, You have less... All right, strategic places. You have less people coming to your face and telling you certain things, Mm. but Trump has made it more acceptable for racists to speak their minds. Say it again. Um, I'll just go on to keep reading what is said here in the USA Today article. Um, da, 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 da. He says, uh, there's this idea in America that some people have to win and some have to lose. So certain things are in place to make this happen. Mm. Some people have to be the next legislation and political elites and some have to be in the prisons or work at McDonald's. That's how America works. And it's a machine which needs people up top and people down low. Even though I've ended up in a great place 
who is to say where I've been without basketball? Mm. It makes me feel for my friends and my little brothers or cousins have no idea how their social mobility is being shaped right now. Mm. I wish more and more that I can explain it to them. Just because I'm the outlier in my neighborhood who managed to avoid the barriers set up to keep the privileged in privilege and the poor still poor, why should I forget about the people who didn't have the same chance as me? My ovaries hurt. Um, and he goes on, and uh, the last thing he says is, it made people think, when he talks about Colin Kaepernick's taking a knee, mm-hmm. it made people think. It made people angry. It made people want to talk. Often everybody is comfortable with the role in life, and they forget about the people who are uncomfortable. So for Colin to put his career on the line and sacrifice himself was amazing. But Colin was fed up with the police brutality and pure racism. He speaks for many people in this country, including myself. So My God. shut the fuck up. <laughs> Everybody else, take a seat. Kyrie, love you. You're no longer my favorite player. This is this this young gun. I see a young fella, 21 years of age. Your I boy's feel like- I feel like I'm robbing the cradle. I am so (laughs) attracted to this right now. So Jalen Brown comes to London and they ask him all this and he just like woke everybody the fuck up. Oh my God. What I'm going to say is the reason all this makes sense. I'll just tell you this. When he entered the draft, people knew him as a Renaissance man. Right. You can go on the undefeated.com and read more articles about him going into the draft. Sure. But here's a snapshot. First of all, he was recruited by several schools, Kentucky, North Carolina, Duke, all the big ones. Mm -hmm. You can only visit five Mm -hmm. and get it paid for. He visited six. Mm. So he paid for his sixth visit. Mm -hmm. Everything else was comp, but his sixth visit was to UC Berkeley. Mm -hmm. And he chose UC Berkeley. Because even it. though he had to pay, I was going to say that's some UC Berkeyness that he just came out of his mouth. It's uh, top ten ranked schools in the country, and he said, "I like their academics. They seemed woke." So here's a snapshot. Right. He was involved Literally, in like my ovaries are not ready. I can't. He was this involved so in more uh, social activism on campus and things like that. The things I was mm. talking about. He was you don't he see. was black first before he was, he was black an first mm-hmm. and then athlete. Mm-hmm. So here's a snapshot. This is from theundefeated.com. He learned Spanish during his freshman year at Cal. He only played one year at okay. Cal, freshman year. He was named um, Pac-12 Freshman of the Year. Okay. Um, he learned Spanish during his freshman year at Cal, and he said that while improvement is still needed, he is confident he can conduct interviews in the language. He said being bilingual is good for personal growth and for business, and he wants to learn more languages by the age of 25. He took classes uh, That's hot. S- such at Cal on global poverty and practice, theoretical studies, and student activism as a freshman because he wanted to be able to debunk, quote, a lot of misconceptions about people who are poor, homeless, or etc. end quote. And do, the, and do so so eloquently. He owns and can play an acoustic guitar. I'm not yes, going, that's sexy. I'm not going to toot my own horn. I'm all right. <laughs> he interned two months at uh, Base Ventures with Moore, uh, the guy in the article. Mm-hmm. Um, da, 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 good deal. Brown keeps a journal instead of relying on his phone. He uses it to write down all the great advice he gets from his mentors. He also enjoys vegetarian cuisine and doesn't eat pork or red meat. This mother is like my role model. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like, like technology and I'm going green. All right. I see you. Um, is he you? 
He's twenty one year old. Need, you. I need to grow a flat top, and he needs a nose ring. Um, <laughs> he's a huge soccer fan who can speak as knowledgeably about FC Barcelona and Arsenal as he can about the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Golden State Warriors. Nice. Um, his favorite player is Messi. He's an avid. Surprise. He's an avid chess player who learned the game from his grandfather and was captain of a chess team at the Marietta Wheeler High School in Georgia. He also took a chess... Wait, so he was a basketball player that played chess in Captain high of the fucking chess team, correction. <laughs> he, also <laughs> took, he also took a chess class at Cal as an elective and says the game is comparable to life. Wow. Um, and there's Yo, more. This is like, give me I a lady will, I'll stop right there, but I will just say my dope person of the week. Yo, dope his, person for life. For his interview at London while he had the stage is Jalen Brown. And I will continue. And I said this earlier in the season. Kyrie on this team is quote unquote the man. Mm-hmm. But if there's anybody I can see contesting him for that who's not down with it, mm-hmm. it's the aggressive and tenacious wing guard mm-hmm. at his side the, and I was like who's this young Jalen Brown yeah. guy I don't know if he has the yeah, like staying yeah, yeah. power not only does he have the staying power I think if anything you might start to see a little bit of contention in their relationship on the part of Jalen Brown not because Kyrie hogs the ball or because no. Kyrie's not the man because he insists on this damn flat earth theory <laughs> that Jalen is not down for. Jalen is not going to have it. All right, Jalen. All right, Jalen. Listen to me. <laughs> Brother, what I need you to do, take him out for a leafy green dinner. You, you, your plant-based diet yeah, both of y'all are both on. The, yeah, do that. Maybe get you know drink a glass of wine with that. Because you guys can, because you're 21. Right. You know, Just and have barely. a conversation. Mm-hmm. And uh, change his damn mind. Change his damn mind to something <laughs> round. So to something round. Oh, he'll, he'll be there uh, at dinner. He'll be like, hmm, you see this dinner roll here? <laughs> Look how this looks. How would this dinner roll look if it were flat? Look kind of like a cracker. Yeah. 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 The earth is no. round, stupid. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Oh, that is like that. I've never dope been person, so excited for a dope person more than I am about Jalen Brown. That is awesome. You I did will, not know. You will see me repping this dude from That's, here on out. You know out. what? My hope is that he doesn't let us down. Because no. people do. So, because he is human. But uh, we'll see. All right. Man, what, what a cast. All right. All right. Thanks, folks, for checking us out and listening to us. We hope you follow us along next week as this next week as we watch some basketball, talk about life, do those things. So uh, check us out on Dabbling Dribbling. And until then, be dope. And we'll catch you later. See ya.